0: Gentlemen, welcome to Casting the Spotlight episode number 113, and this is our Christmas special with none other than the returning, Tyler Cheatham as our special guest. Hello. He is back! (laughs) For the first time since episode 89. So. Man, when was that? Uh, late May. Okay. Yeah, because Haley was on right after him, and that was like right before... Summer, kind of, guy. I guess summer break. But, yeah. Right around that time. So, I remember we came over to uh, your guys' place shortly after her yeah. episode, because you guys kind of, like, were talking about being nervous on your first appearance. Yeah, yeah, I thought that happened right afterwards, the well, barbecue. The yeah, barbecue. The yeah. And that was probably the last, was that the last time we saw you? Um, I think so. Uh, yeah, I was going to say, I can't draw, like, a... At least like the last time I saw both of you guys at the same time.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I was like sick that day. It was not not fun. Yeah. <laughs> I was, it, it was rough. Like all my friends were there. I was like, I just don't feel like walking outside. Yeah. It was weird. I didn't even know you, you were sick. Yeah, you know, I got like, I don't know, maybe a heat stroke or something. I just, everything <laughs> started looking fuzzy and my ears started ringing. And I was like, I'm going to go inside. And I
0: laid down in the bed. And then everything went back to normal. It was weird. well, you put in a whole ass semester of school since then. So, yeah, how, how did all that go? Um, it was a rough semester,
1: honestly. <laughs> <laughs> it's just there was a lot of a lot of research I had to do instead of it wasn't like I just sometimes it's nice to just learn about things and then get questions on them and it was a lot of go figure out something, and then teach me about it through papers, and there's was just a lot more pressure that way, I guess, because, because books dumb it down a little bit, and then whenever you're just reading straight out of research papers, it's like, I don't understand all this, but I'm supposed to be talking about this like I understand it, but the teachers also realize that you're not going to understand everything as you're reading it, because that they don't understand everything they read in papers all the time.
0: Well, you said you gave, like, a presentation that the uh, professor was, like, pretty impressed by, didn't you?
1: Um, I, actually, I just kind of presented that to him personally. We just, really? Uh, yeah, it was, like, just walking to our cars after class. We ran out of time for the presentations. Uh-huh. And so mine didn't go, and I was going to have to zoom it. Oh, he skipped over you. The, yeah, he skipped over it. And so on our way to the car, I was like, so I want to just, like give you my idea just in case you only look at the slides because i didn't explain the actual idea that well and yeah he seemed pretty impressed by it and that was cool he's like i'm just gonna go ahead and give you an a i think it's easier (laughs) i think it's easier it's kind
0: of like what we were talking about on facetime like that one day it's like i think it's easier to really like whether you think or like whether you know you have the confidence to do something or not it's always easier To go into something when you know what you're talking about like Mm -hmm. I mean we can get on here and spit gibberish and talk about god knows what like our opinions about things but like it's so natural when we just talk about stuff that we're either a passionate about to we know a lot about which is our you know nerdy shit and fandoms Mm -hmm. and horror and star wars and sports and all kinds of stuff like that like but it's like you always it always comes across better whenever you know what the hell you're talking about. For the most part. That's been my problem, is I'm learning about
1: things, like, a lot of times, a day or two days prior to having to give a presentation or write a paper. Like, well, I start setting the the seed a little bit before that, but I'm not really getting a whole lot of understanding right up until the end, and I'm still not quite understanding at all in a lot of cases, because I run into a lot of things that I'd never heard before, And it's like, well, what is this? And how does this work so that I can understand it? And so I do start getting nerdy with it, but it's not really in the direction necessary for the story I'm trying to tell with the presentation. And it's like, I know a lot of information about this one part of it because I was really confused on it. And it's cool whenever you figure out a thing that you're really confused on. Mm. But then that might not really help me give a presentation
0: entirely. you eat yourself, it eats up all your time. Needs. Yeah. <laughs> it so you're saying, yeah. like, you end up going on like, a tangent about something else instead of staying on task. Yeah, but it's like, that's just go down there to learn. Yeah.
1: Like, I'm there because I want to learn about <laughs> yeah. these kinds of things, and I think that'll be helpful down the line, but that's part of it is a lot of, like, they're trying to teach you to be able to present. Like, a lot of it, like, you have to present in every class because how else do you get science out there? If I'm going to discover something new, how am I going to get out there? I have to write a paper or present. And most people, from what I gather, that are, at least most people specifically from that school, are not so into those things.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: they like, I just want to do the work. But now that I'm on the biology side, because I'm an environmental
0: science now, it's, there's, I feel like there's a lot of people that are pretty strong at presenting. If but, you stay the course and the pace, obviously, like how, how much longer of school do you have left? Um, if I follow my pattern
1: that I've had so far, then I will be done 2025, fall of 2025. But if I can squeeze one extra class in from my normal amount, then I can push it up to the spring, I think, provided
0: I don't drop out of a class. So how many more semesters would you have left? That's like three or four. Okay. Yeah, three or four. You've been in school a while at this point
1: four years. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it, yeah, it changed a lot when I switched schools mm. to university. Certain credits switched, certain ones didn't matter. Um, and then I switched majors, so that changed it. But I also... I don't know, man. You People are kind of stuck at S&T for a long time unless they're doing 16-ish to 18-ish credit hours. And I can't do that. Like, I just don't learn that fast. Oh, so dude, I keep yeah. mine around 12. And... it's just extended it so much. Like, I could Mm -hmm. could be done faster if I would do 16 and 18, but... It's like an overload. It's about what you can handle, yeah. Yeah. I, like... I'm not that great at disciplining myself, but even when I'm fully immersed in learning something, it's like, by the end of the day, it's like... I just have to, like, let it all vent out of my head. Like, I have to just go outside and stare at the sky and think for a while at the end of the day. I can't just, like, read and consume and then write about it immediately or have to, like, it's, I, I need a little time for it to saddle. bounce around. Yeah, settle is probably a good word for it. And, um, and I make a lot of excuses. Also, I could be driving a little bit harder in some places. That's the lack of discipline part.
0: I mean, you're still working towards a degree, though. Right. You want to have time to do other aspects of your life that you enjoy, though. Yeah. You know? Yeah, and I'm definitely trying to
1: balance it the best way, I think, for keeping sanity as well as Mm -hmm. becoming as optimal as I can, I guess. Like, doing as good as I can at the things that I'm trying to do. Part of that is... It's a lot of things to when balance, you're making but, good
0: grades, right like if you yeah. if you had a lot more on your plate it would in your grade suffered it wouldn't be worth the quick and pace for like a lesser quality understanding and fucking right you right. know
1: actually I had a teacher so I ended up dropping this class this semester I had a teacher that the advice he gave me was. I was trying to be a great student, because I was like really trying to understand some of the concepts of what we were dealing with, and he gave a lot of stuff in the week. Like a whole bunch of shit to get done, and I was just ignoring all my other classes and still not getting done with it entirely. Mm-hmm. It's like you're trying to be a great student, sometimes you just gotta be a good student to get the grades. So he was just like, just get better at skimming was, was his main thing there, but I didn't like the, like, the way he presented it and stuff it was just like, no dude. That's not what I'm at the school for. I'm not here to just push and give you guys, like, see how much I can get information I can get really quick and try to churn out an answer or whatever. Like, I'm here to learn to think about things and Mm -hmm. stuff, not just, like,
0: take in and then regurgitate or... You're not there, like, some people are probably there just to have, like, the degree and to be like, all right, I got this. You want a thorough understanding of the information before you... I'm there because I want
1: to learn as much as I can about a thing. And, like, don't get me wrong, some of these other students are for sure doing that also. They Mm -hmm. can do both things. And, like, in my head it's separated. And so I think I'm putting a limitation on myself that I don't know how to get around because I've separated these two things. But to me, I need to, like, let things steep and think about them myself for a while to get an idea about things. But then I also need time to do other things in my life because I like the idea of being happy also. Mm -hmm. So like other hobbies, like other ways to fulfill my life. So then it makes it hard to balance it all because who has the time to do hobbies or yeah hobbies at school and then also just take a few hours to think about the things that happen in your day or whatever it's, and just, sleep. it's just a pain in the ass to balance and sleep and then work on the weekends and mm. it's just hard to balance that have you still
0: been working i guess the whole time
1: yeah for the most part like yeah. I, I um fell off my longboard on the way to work one time so then like i didn't work that weekend and i happened to have the next weekend off because it was halloween mm-hmm. and i had already taken it off because i like halloween mm-hmm. <laughs> i wanted to enjoy it um But other than that, pretty much just work every weekend.
0: Well, you might as well, as long as you're not busy with schoolwork and shit. Well,
1: I do get busy with it because I'm not good at managing my time. So it's like, shit, i got things to do. Or because things pop up. We had a lot of things pop up this year, like not school-related. A whole bunch of shit happened. and It's just been a lot to balance and to figure out. And Emily stepped up on a lot of things. And I don't know if I would, like, I might have gone insane if she wasn't there to shield me from some of it, honestly. Mm-hmm. Because I had too much to, to deal with. And so did she, and she just, like, kicked ass. I just want to say that, like, on air, for sure. I don't think she'll even listen to this, but impressive shit, man. I Like, I'm so impressed by my sister. Mm-hmm. Um,
0: I don't even remember what I was saying. Yeah, I, I kind of get I mean not everybody's situation is mm-hmm. different but like when you're a kid you have such a like you only see the bright side of like fucking being older you're like oh man I get to do whatever the fuck I want that's like in your mind but once you get there you're like I don't got time to do fucking anything man yeah yeah
1: it's adulthood is different whenever you become an adult yeah Mm
0: -hmm. then it's then it just gets sad you're like damn i'm another year older Mm -hmm. damn this year went by quick Mm -hmm. (laughs) it's just the same conversations it's weird because you do have uh less limitations on yourself in in that aspect but you also are dealing with and bear with me, like mortality in a different way because you're like, even though you have time, you don't know how much time, so you're like, I'm getting older and I kind of have to pick a path or two and mm-hmm. figure out what I really want to put work into. So it's like, yeah. so it doesn't pass you by. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because you're only going to be this age once, 20, 25, 30, 30, you know what I'm saying? So like, while it, it's not it, you don't know when your take going to be punched, so you feel an urgency to kind of pick a path and figure out where what you want to put the most time and work into because otherwise and by doing so you're exiting off you know it might not feel like it and i don't want it to sound negative but you are kind of exiling a lot of other paths by selecting a path or a particular route you want to take in life because even though you have the freedom to make these decisions as an adult you also don't have, you're not Superman, like you're not able to to do all of it at once, so like you have to sort of pick a route and your path might take you on a different, like different than what you expect your your plan to take you on, Mm -hmm. but like you still have to make selections and every time you make a choice, it kind of exits off any of the alternatives that you could have picked because you're not getting any younger, you're getting older, so it's like, it's kind of weird. It's it, There's like an urgency to it. And while you're an adult and you can do whatever, you can theoretically do whatever you want. It's, your time is precious and you have to put thought into actually what direction you're going. And a lot of, the problem is a lot of people don't realize that until like a lot later. And like, so a lot of people are 38, are, are older or whatever. And then they're like, oh fuck man, I've been doing this whole thing wrong. You know what I mean? Like, like,
1: if you look at the world, there's there's more options than you can actually choose from, if you really start looking. Mm -hmm. And you just want to experience it all. Like, living life is just to get to experience what life's about. Mm, So you just want to like experience everything. But if you don't choose something to focus on, then you won't get to experience much of things. And then once you let yourself progress down it, if you close off paths, that's Mm -hmm. how you get further. But then if you veer, if you take a different path. You just kind of abandon that branch, at least temporarily. You can pick up mm-hmm. stuff from it again, but it's almost like you abandon it, and you go down another path, and then you start from scratch again. And if but you just do that a lot, then you run out of time to do much.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> but a, in some cases, like exiling one path is why right. is necessary to lead you where you're going. So it gets get you to experience more things like if that's really what you're trying to do like i want to dabble in this and dabble in this i mean Mm -hmm. yeah i do that
1: a lot like i'm becoming a jack of all trades person on accident and it's because i could never really pick something and stick to it yeah and that's not the worst thing either because then you're still like you're still experiencing life and you're learning what you can about it but like the longer time you spend with one thing and learning how to perfect this one thing the more you understand about it and you just like go further down that path and then different options open so that you can take other one, paths that you never would have known existed if you didn't pursue something far enough and like sometimes you just won't really go too far if you don't try to do anything either there's like a lot of people that don't do that me included for a long time and then it just was one, one of my biggest realizations was just like if I don't Choose what to do with my life, then I'm, like, I'm not going to end up not doing anything. But if, but not doing anything might be what I end up doing, if that makes sense. Like,
0: yeah. I don't
1: choose it, but I end up there. And... You
0: never know, man. Life, yeah. I, I won't be happy
1: with that when I think back on it. I'll be like, what did I accomplish? Yeah. Like, nothing. And if you, even if you're just interested in a lot of things, like, I'm not dissing the jack of all trades, then... Because you can learn about it. Actually, I think you, I remember one of your podcasts where you guys talked about this a little bit. You said you're not into much, and I think it was Andy was talking about how far to learn things. And see, you were like, "Yeah, I'm just, I just can't stick with something."
0: Yeah, and because like, I'm into you it still a
1: lot, learn and that's things, the problem. And if you learn enough about different things, then you see a bigger picture and it's just like that's kind of been how i've been learning things it's it's very weird
0: and yeah I, 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 like, I, I like i like a lot of things that's the thing i want to do in the perfect world everything that i'm interested in i would get to do for a little bit you mm-hmm. know what i mean Mm-hmm. Because there's a lot of things that I'm like, oh, that could be kind of neat. Or, oh, that's kind of cool. Or, like, some things even just being hobbies, not jobs. Some things you could make a job. Something, like. But it, you don't have time. And I go down, like, Google rabbit holes on these things for a while. I, like, learn a lot about something. Or I, like, do whatever it is for a minute. But then it seems like every time that happens, I'm like, oh, I want to do this now. Right. And, like, something else kind of catches my attention. That happens to me a lot. And that... I don't think that's the worst thing, necessarily, though. Because, like you said, you kind of get to experience a little bit of everything that you liked for a minute. You know? At least. I mean, not that... It's not the best thing. Like, in a perfect world, you would have a dream reality for yourself. This is exactly what you wanted to do. And you would just pursue that. But I feel like most humans struggle with having a lot of interests and hobbies and things they enjoy and not being able to settle on knowing what their ultimate thing is. So it's like... Yeah, I see myself in a lot of different like dream positions from time to time. Um,
1: So school was one of those like when you decide to go to school you're making like a time commitment at that point towards whatever direction you're aiming at. So I was like... Now I'm like this far in, you can't back out kind of thing. Like you have, this is one thing I at least have to go down the branch of pretty far ways on and I'm betting my career on this at this point. Mm -hmm. Um, But then I feel like I also take it too seriously sometimes. And so I've been taking life too serious a lot. And it makes it harder to do the thing that I'm serious about because I'm serious about everything and then you just don't smile as much and stuff, you know, and it's like, yeah. then you have friends that are like, hey, I haven't heard from you in a while, and you go hang out with them, or I've been playing pool a lot more lately, and just trying to do other things that'll satisfy my soul, for lack of a better way to put it, mm-hmm. and uh, and then it's easier to do the thing that, it's like, I will sit there and just stress sometime about school stuff, I'm like, I am just not smart enough, I don't know how I can do this. And then like if I find a way to actually get my brain off of it for a minute and to just relax and when I come back I'm like way stronger and it's like I just have to try this and then try this because that's how it always is. It's just mm-hmm. eventually you get sick of trial and errors. But that's all science is. So if I'm going for science I have to use to trial and error because that's literally the only way to do it.
0: Yeah. But then if you dabble outside of that, you have a renewed sense of self before you go back into it. I mean, right. but let me ask you this, is, like, it, it ultimately, like, it still feels like whenever you go back to the science stuff, like, are you, does it still feel like that's still where you're supposed to be in the path you're supposed to be on?
1: That's always been a really hard question for me to, like... I like to think, in in what I call realistically, and it's like the there's so many things out there probabilistically. I'm just guessing, and then what it really like, if it's what I'm supposed to do. That's just what I'm making up myself for me to do. Like, is there actually something for everyone to do out there? I don't know how to make that make sense, Mm -hmm. but I see some people that do. That is what they want to do, and they're like. I, I get that in some ways, like, I see their passion for something, and, like, man, when I learn about something new, or I just... Some of it's so fucking cool, and, like, I know you guys know what it feels like when you start, like, nerding out on something, because that's all it is. It's like when you're watching a movie, and, like, the thing happens, then you're like, wow, the artistry there was insane. <laughs> it's, like, the same thing, but... In science, it's well and, and I do a lot of it's natural sciences that I'm studying mostly so like that thing that exists wasn't put there by people and that's kind of cool too like it's, it's cool that you can make a piece of art that is it's just so deep and awesome and like people like will look at it and be like I understand this or watch it or listen to it if it's music and they're like wow that was just perfectly crafted and then this other stuff is like here, and you're like, how was that, not crafted? Like <laughs> that's insane, um, and that's that's just a really cool feeling. So like, I don't actually know what like that's that's where my idea of passion comes from. Like I like pool a lot too, and that's one of those. There's there's like the tear in my head of if I would put everything into that could I have been actually great at that Mm -hmm. I don't know but also I would like I can still become some form of I don't know I can see what there is that pool has to offer within my lifetime but if I'm contributing to something whether it be great or mediocre this feels like a better direction to be contributing that much effort into and I have to try to make maybe try to make both of them my life if, I, if that's what I need in the future but like pool is a hobby thing if I want it to be for sure mm-hmm. if I can get better at it I can spend all my time getting better at it and get do great things that would be cool for me if I stick with it mm-hmm. that's the hard thing it's like no matter to, like for your question you always feel different in a year or two and I'm I in and out of everything, man. Like right, like I told you, I've been listening to a lot of podcasts the past couple of days because I just don't know what the hell to listen to of music. And then sometimes I'll just get really into like a genre or a type of or or an artist. Usually it's just like an artist. I'll just listen to an album, and then I'll hear another album, and then it goes that way. And it's like I just get really into something for a short amount of time, and then I move on. And with music, it's like it, I don't want to make myself not like it because I'm sick of hearing it kind of thing so I'll push myself to move on to the next thing but it's like I can't listen to podcasts sometimes because I gotta listen to music Like it's like one or the other within mm-hmm. the time because you just listen to them both but it's like I just am craving music all the time sometimes and then other times I need podcasts if I'm watching a lot of TV I'll shift between movies, TV shows shit and like between cartoon TV shows and regular TV shows or oh, whatever, right. I'll just do. Like, so, I, That's it's just hard for me to tell because I don't really have a grasp on what direction my feelings are going. A
0: lot of times I'm just like, that's, that's what I got now. <laughs> that's the big fear, isn't it? Like, just fearing, or, for lack of better words, I guess, like fearing, but also just being frightened of a commitment in some way, shape, or form, or another in your life because you're afraid of wasting your time and, and for lack of better words, pissing away so much time and effort into something that you're like, what if in three years I feel differently? Or what if in a year or six months or whatever? like right. Then it's like you put all this time in it. That's why it's devastating when, you know, something ends or something, you know, even if something begins, but you're like, okay, well, is this the end of this path and the start of a new one? Or was this always supposed to be part of my path and I was supposed to garner all the lessons I learned from this and take my life in a whole different direction? You know what I mean? So, I do know what you mean. It's kind of... I thought about this so many times. Like, whether things were supposed to happen like that and I'm on a new path, or this was part of the path and this was the way I was supposed to learn this lesson. You know what I mean? Yeah. So that makes
1: uh, sense? I know that earlier I said, like the whole idea that something is your path, then, like, the idea that you were born to do this thing is not that likely, but you could be really happy with the fact that you chose this direction because maybe there's a handful of them that if you run into them in your lifetime, they're really going to connect with you. Uh, That's just, like, an idea in my head. But I did kind of think, and, like, I do tend to think of my life as this movie story. And so then it has things like fate in it and stuff. And I don't know how to feel about fate. Like, that's like, I, for some reason, I feel like it exists, but that reason's probably just because of my upbringing. But it's like, you know, sometimes it's like, this feels like this is the right way to go, or this feels like that's the right way. And then I expect things to connect, like you're talking about, in these weird ways. And you just, like, just do whatever you think is what you need to do. And, like, now I, I, I also think, on top of that, to better yourself. So, like, do something that's going to put me in a direction, make me the direction I want to become. So if that shifts a lot, then it shifts a lot. But, like, still be improving and just take things as I can. But um, when I was thinking about what I want to do, I know I keep saying I just chose science, but natural sciences... So when I was younger, I used to hunt and fish all the time. I don't like fishing because I don't like the taste of fish, and I'm just like ripping a hook through a fish for fun. And that that I, that I just sounds fucked up to me. So I don't do it. I don't hunt anymore. I'm going to try and hunt again soon. And, and Because it was just such a... I just used to always hunt with my grandpa, and it was just such an like like primal, like... It was such an experience of I'm part of this this being like nature mm-hmm. that it, it was uh, humbling is a good word for it um, but I just haven't done those things in a long time like you remember I started hanging out with you a lot uh, when I was in college the first time
2: mm-hmm.
1: um, stopped going hunting with grandma, grandpa a lot because I was drinking alcohol and <laughs> hanging out with friends and watching baseball or whatever the hell we were doing, and, um, I would go here and there, but then I just haven't gone in a long time, I went a couple times to go with them, but it was just, and I enjoyed myself when I did go, I just never really made the effort to go because I'm kind of conflicted on the whole shooting an animal thing, not because, like, I think it's a much more humane way to take, to... To get your food.
0: Yeah, to you get the, your meat. But
1: I also, it's like, I have to, sh- this thing's like 120 pounds. I have to kill it, like, knowing I killed it. And that's, the f- I think people should
0: experience that more, honestly, for eating meat. But at the same time, it's hard to face that shit. In, in terms of yeah. a, not to take it in a completely different direction, yeah. but in terms of an actual, um, you, like, you're hunting for your food and you know where it's coming from mm-hmm. because you're, you're, <laughs> killing the animal in hopefully, like, you know, some sort of humane way or, like, you know, you're using it, it's not... The thing is, a lot of people turn a blind eye to it because they're just purchasing the food that's pumped with all these fucking chemicals and all these preservatives and all this other stuff. But they, but it's, there's... Because there's no, there's a separation and a firewall between how they attain that food when in reality, you're paying for a less pure product and you're acting like you know you did nothing wrong because you're just purchasing it from the store when reality the hunter or the fisher or the whoever is you know you're you're hunting these animals or you're you know catching these fish or whatever and you're using like the food or like in some cases people use like you know they used like the indians used to use parts of you know, at like what buffalo and shit like that. Like they use every part of the animal for oh, yeah. something. And I feel like, I feel like that means a lot more than just, uh, you know, basically like how these massive amounts of chickens are being raised at the same time and eating corn and bullshit shot with steroids. Being, yeah, shot with steroids, being it's none of it is natural. But to the general consumer who turns a blind eye to it, they're not seeing any of that. So them just buying a fucking bag of chicken nuggets doesn't mean as much. And meanwhile, they can post on Facebook that, "Oh, this is fucked up." When in reality, it's just like, okay, but if you're if you're hunting and you're actually like using the meat and like you're you're doing it in a way that's um like it's much more valuable. I feel like to do that, you're actually getting use out of what you're hunting. And the in the meat you're getting is going to be better and purer, and you're not you don't have this guise of ignorance over the fact that like just because you didn't kill it, you're supposedly you're eating too. The most people eat, and I mean we all do it from stores. But the animals everybody eats. Are living in way fucking worse conditions. Yeah, than than hunting a the hunters an aged taking. doe or buck or whoever out there. Yeah, they got to live a life. Yeah, and it's no, also, I mean, it, you're also, and not to mention,
1: a you're to escape you.
0: Yeah, and it, there, there's a there is a pride to it. I yeah. mean, uh, that kind of sounds fucked up, but like if you're sitting there eating jerky or a tenderloin from an animal that you harvested like mm-hmm. on your own out in the woods you feel that you're kind of like
1: saying but that does sound fucked up
0: <laughs> you're like wow i you know i was able i was able to provide <laughs> yeah
1: I, I i just i definitely think it's part of the natural cycle which highly debatable for some people but that's just how i feel about it and like everything recycles if you start looking at things mm-hmm. Name something that doesn't recycle. I just don't know. Of it. The circle it's,
0: of life is a cliche, but it's also true. But yeah, you know, but I mean? like it, it,
1: in some cases, the way things are being killed is just insane. And it's like, I, it's definitely better to just go out and hunt. But my main point here is I haven't gone hunting or fishing in a long time, but like I built up this experience with nature like after all my experiences i've just like then i just didn't go out and do much for a while because i was distracted by other things like pool or drinking or whatever it was the concerts for a while um and then eventually when i started coming back to it it, i was like i want to know how this shit works like the outside stuff like how's this stuff work because i really enjoy it i like just sitting there Like, literally just... Vibing in the woods. I like hiking, but, like, you go on hiking, you just sit somewhere, you see all kinds of shit and stuff. It's just, like...
0: You can just observe the wildlife. Right. leaves falling. And
1: there's so much going on, but it's so peaceful, and it looks like there's nothing going on. But, like, the more you learn, the more shit's going on around you, and you're just like, that's insane. And so it's just, like, enriching this thing that I already love. And... I feel like that like that was part of my idea whenever I was like, maybe this is what I'm supposed to do. And so like, this was a, an, a weird path I never saw coming because I did not fucking listen in school the first time because I was like, why am I here? Nobody is like, you're just making me do shit. This seems stupid, that seems stupid because I'm the kind of person that'll picket things and I'll just like break things down. I'm like, there's your broken logic and this is why I shouldn't do this because it's bullshit. And I've just always been like that since a ki- since I was a kid. And I can use that to learn more things now instead of just being destructive for fun reasons or whatever. But like I was I was never into school. And I I did a lot of hunting and then I I, I loved that shit. Like I I remember I spent so much time trying to learn how to hunt good and and just and whatnot and it was just this I, was, I remember being so obsessed with it. But I don't... I would probably still get into it. Like, when I start, I imagine I'll get into it. But I, I just... Now... When I chose my path, it was like, I'm enriching this thing that I are... Like, I'm learning more about real stuff that's around me. It's always been here. I get really fucking annoyed with, like, law and economics and stuff. Because they're all, like, these human-constructed... Like we built a lot of stuff to make these things even exist and they're for a society or they're for whatever but then they might have ulterior motives and, and it's just like like especially with law it's like well they get away with it this time because technically this thing didn't this or, or they didn't get here on time or it's something and it's like but you can look at the situation and be like but this is what fucking happened yeah. in some cases and they just found a good loophole because they had a really good lawyer And it's like there's all those different things and it's like you're just playing games. And I just don't I don't know if I would have been able to invest myself
0: in learning something if it was something like that. How do we know that the system we built is morally right? You know what I mean? Or wrong. That's the thing. But that's the thing. It's 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 not based on whose opinion, based on whose Right. Like whatever, so this is just what we ended up with. If you were to burn it all down from scratch, this is the scary thing, and we tried to build back to where we are, it would not look the same. Oh, yeah. That alone different people. means how are we on necessarily the right path. Because it would look different every time. Right. Well, you can it poke look holes different in everything every time. if yeah. you really want to. I mean, even our judicial system, everybody can poke a hole in that because it's like, Oh, so it's it's up to this one guy or these twelve random motherfuckers, to decide this person's fate in life. You know, like every part of society, in a way, has something in it that you're like, is this morally the way it should be? Like, if you really is not
1: necessarily what is. Yeah,
0: but I mean, I I feel like the way, and of course we're here, so we're going to say that. But the way we do it in America, not to say that America's not fucked in certain ways, but the way that we do it too, comparatively to some other places in the world, isn't bad. I don't mean America. (laughs) I mean, like, the world as a whole. I mean, like, a lot of the shit everybody's doing. I mean, of course, you know, it's not, well, if we rebuilt from scratch again right now and just did it all over, it would still end up the same way. Because everybody would develop differently everywhere, and then everybody would still be well. I think our fighting heads over shit. Our uh, <laughs> some things would end up. I, a lot problems, of things would be patterns. different. I mean, yeah, they, like everybody would have a similar. Like there would still be innovation. There would so, but it would all look different. Everybody's shit would look different than it does now. Yeah, it would still develop eventually, but it wouldn't. Everybody, it wouldn't end up looking the same across the board as it does now, and that goes to show you. It's just like well, then it's. It can't be foolproof. I mean, which we know, but my reasoning is because people act like this is fucking straight and narrow. This is the way it's supposed to fucking be. And then this is, this is the, uh, you know, this is the end all be all. And there's no straying away from that. It's just like, I don't know. It's just it, it, like, it, we, it's hard to say it's not the best we have because it's what we ended up with. But what do we have to compare it to alternatively? Like, this is... We're still going through these lessons in live time and learning. Yeah. But it just... It kind of makes you ponder things and question it, you know? It's spend too much time pondering things. I know I
1: said earlier that I need, like, a couple of hours to let my brain vent, and all I'm doing is pondering things. Then. <laughs> but maybe that's part of my problem. I definitely get what you mean, though. I, um... But, yeah, no, I said all that stuff, though, really to get back to, uh, is what I'm doing what I think I'm supposed to be doing, and, like, I think I gave it my, my, this is my best idea as to what I'm supposed to be doing. I actually gave it my best to figure out what it is based on all the things that I thought would be relevant to that question in the terms of what's important to me, and... So, yeah, if I'm going to succeed, it's going to be here. I don't know what I'll end up doing, unfortunately. I have ideas. But then it, it run, I run into, like, oh, this actually sounds pretty like a pretty good deal. And then I start thinking about things like vacation time and stuff. And I'm like,
2: do that I want to value a about? lot of
1: free time because I want to um, foster other things in my life? That's, a cap- that's something I can then do, which could then also improve my output. But then it's like, or does that mean I'm trying to settle? And do I really want to see what I'm capable of in one arena?
0: I don't think and that that's, that's a, a bad thing, thing though. Have. Like, I, I really don't think that it's a like, As long as you have something that you're passionate about that provides you an income... I think you should be able to dabble and do other passions, have the time for that, to give yourself the time for that, you know, like, yes. you can be fucking Albert Einstein and devote yourself to just one thing your whole life, but it's like, to just that one pathway, I mean, but like...
1: I don't remember the history on that, but I don't think he did. I don't, I don't remember exactly, his but...
0: <laughs> I, I could tell by your face. I'm like, he's but like, I don't know about no, that. My, so I thought he was
1: going to correct me. Like, so for context, because I definitely agree with what you're saying. For context, when I'm thinking about future careers, I'm trying, when I, when trying to solidify it, it's like I'm, a, I'm applying for internships for this place and stuff. So one of the jobs i thought about a lot is uh, USGS. You start off as, I think, water hydro technician. direction I want to go is like water science. So if I start out with a hydro as a hydrotech, like, you're doing a lot of the field science-y stuff. Like, it's it's a lot of field work. You go check the devices, you make sure they work. It's, like, almost like a maintenance man that does d- of science equipment, and then you, sometimes you go actually take readings to make sure that the equipment is calibrated correctly, and maybe there's other readings that they do, too. There definitely is. And I'm f- for sure, like, butchering what all they do, because I've just been told snippets. Like, I don't, I don't know what the whole job is that we never done. It's, it's hard to actually get a grasp of a job based on like a job description and like talking to one person or something that's had a job because they're just focused on whatever it is that they see while they're working. Um, but so that's like the low rung where you climb. This this is a government job, USGS. It's the US Geological Survey. Um, so that's the bottom rung and you start climbing it and um so I it, it, I've like I, So one of my Previous lab partners uh, We did research together The first semester that I did it He works for them now Like He graduated now he works with them He started as an intern uh, And he said he loves it And he talked about a lot of the vacation time And you get a bunch of holiday Because it's a government job And stuff like that And I, was, and I think that would give me it the free time to actually fulfill other things in my life that I, I think I want to be part of my life story. If if I think of it as though it's like a movie, which is almost always how I think of my life, a piece of art, but in movie form yeah. because movies are just recordings of well, my life. Like, life
0: is kind of like a movie, yeah. right? But
1: also kind of like a book because you hear your own thoughts, oh, yeah. and when you read, you you're reading from their thoughts. Um, I think about that too. <laughs> but uh, what the fuck was I just saying? Oh, yeah, so... But I kind of want to research my own shit. So if I go this route, this is a government job. You're you're working for a boss. And so it's like, do I want to just be gathering data for somebody? Do I want to be the one trying to figure out how to learn the thing that we're being hired to work on? So, like, do new science research like go make experiments or whatever and figure out these things do i want to be the person that's trying to figure them out which is i think what i want to do in the first place it's it's cool to look at something and be like what can i learn from this though i wouldn't say that i'm very good at it at the moment but i've definitely gotten better so getting more get continuously getting better is a realistic thing um but it's like I can push myself into these higher positions. I can go get a master's so that I can then become a researcher for the USGS. I don't know the technical job on it, some scientist job. Uh, instead of just being a hydrotech, which is like fixing things or whatever. Which I, I imagine I wouldn't stop there, but I don't know how far up you would go before it's like, at some point you start trading off this extra time for, you spend more time working on your Work stuff so that you can get it done and and whatnot, and you start making more money. But I don't know how important that is to me either. The dollar. But at the same time, choosing USGS because it's a federal job which pays more than the people that work for the Department of Natural Resources and the Missouri Geological Survey and and, uh, Department of Conservation, they don't make much. And they just do it because they love their jobs, kind of a thing. That's at least been what I've gathered from everyone has talked to me about their jobs. I've, I've always
0: kind of heard that because I even thought for the longest time that a conservationist just in itself would be a neat job. Right. But like I've always heard, yeah, they don't make great money.
1: Yeah. You yeah, know? and that's the thing. It's like I, I don't and necessarily I mean, want to make great
0: money, but I would like to live comfortably and that's hard to I feel do. like that's everybody, you know, that they're like, there's definitely some, there's a, certain number of the population that is out to chase the mighty dollar for Mm. sure but like I feel like most people are like well I want to do what I'm passionate about but I want to make the most money that I can make and the thing that I'm passionate about because that's the society we've built like you have to attempt to make the most money you can make right and whatever you're into I think it's like you make a pretty good amount for the USGS but then
1: you make like and, and I guess I can't really speak for it because I don't know what the numbers are, but it's, it's it's not a whole lot. and like it's, it's just not easy to live, and then you don't get to... It, it's just restricting, I would think, unless you just want to focus on your job only all the time. But then it's also uh, one side that I heard that was pretty cool is you can get time off at those jobs sometimes just, like, given to you to go work on a specific, like, Project in the area or if you want to go like use your time to help something else you can work on that and that was cool to hear like um, in one of my classes I think they were talking about they, they got a week or two off just to go work on making like uh, the uh, back gates yeah back gates so you see them on like caves and stuff or people for people to not go in there oh yeah and it's like so if you're passionate about something and you want to help it along because like not a lot of things have enough support to really get done, except for by the people who care enough about it to go out and do them. Like go, like there might not be money in that, but you can go volunteer for stuff like that, which was just something that I thought was really cool. That I don't know that you would get working for the federal government.
0: Yeah, man, I I will say. I've been like in a few caves where they, uh, they paddle like paddle you out. Mm-hmm into the water, and they, like, you see those gates kind of, mm-hmm. like, blocking something off, like, off in the distance, but it's dark as fuck and kind of creepy back there anyways. So you're, like, my mind immediately is always like, what the fuck is back there? They <laughs> had to block this shit off. Why can't we go back there?
1: Uh, usually it's just to keep people out because it's spreading uh, white-nose syndrome, which is a fungus for bats. That's at least the go-to, this is why. I always seen, just figured it was like a dead end. Some places have signs and stuff. Uh, it could also be a dead end. Like in this particular case you were talking about, it could be a dead end. Like,
0: yeah, if they like just the, are taking you out there to give you a tour. But I'm I'm still in my head, I'm like, there's a fucking creature back there and shit. <laughs> They're locking in. <laughs> maybe. Sasquatch or something? That's like so what you going? want to think about. <laughs> Like,
1: Sasquatch just, like, swimming around in the water. Yep. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> Who knows it's what do. back there, you know? Probably yeah. not, though. It wouldn't be big enough for her. You, know. you don't know. The cave's gonna open up.
0: Yeah. You don't know. Just a big asshole. <laughs> Dude, ass those people, down. though, that fucking... I, like... I've seen some videos. I don't know why, how I even got down this rabbit hole. I think Devin sent me a couple videos yeah. of, like, these people that would do insane like spelunking, like cave diving, where they would go, they would like be back, they would have to go in like backwards, Mm. and it would be just enough for like their body to pass through. And they'd be like shimmying themselves down these like things to get to these openings and shit. I'm like, you gotta get the fuck out of there. Like I would never do do that shit. Yeah,
1: no, that's like common. Super common. Yeah, like there's people that do like like
0: extreme spelunking.
1: There's no fucking way. I, uh, (laughs) <laughs> like, so I did a cave biology class it was like right after not, not too long after I did uh, the podcast with you guys last time actually it's like the end of summer uh, it was only a week but like we went to we had like a different person give us a tour each day basically and they were just like a really in depth tour and um, every day though they they would one they were all cave people so they liked to go caving and stuff and they would talk about these just Caves are so cool but like I don't I think there's so much of them that I will never make it to because I think I would get claustrophobic before I get to that point because yeah. they're like you have to do this then you have to twist your body this way because of this that sticks out a little bit and then you're you're just like there or and it's
0: like what and then they're By like you like, like in waterfall. the middle of the tunnel and I like fuck up my back it's like oh yeah. like, <laughs> you just you, don't, you just don't want to get stuck in there and, <laughs>
1: I don't know that I have the confidence myself to not get stuck in there. Because yeah. when you panic, that's when problem happens. It's when you end and, up stuck. And, and you not thinking logically. Much. Yeah, exactly. I, I, like, Especially I in a panic state. i myself go into the panic state <laughs> yeah, quite a bit, where it's like I might forget the things I really need to be paying attention to at that point. Uh, yeah, so that's one of those... Because like, I'm thinking about trying to actually work at uh, Fisher Cave if another thing doesn't pan out next summer,
2: mm-hmm.
1: so it's like you're allowed to. I was talking to somebody that works there. You're allowed to go explore the caves if you want, but then some are like real tight and whatnot, and it's like you you gotta go with a group. But like I think I'm just gonna like take it slow, <laughs> figure out if because because yeah. I think I'm slightly claustrophobic, but it happens only when I'm in like the panic state. So if I'm just, like, stressed from a lot of shit in life, then, like, if there's dishes on the counter, I just feel boxed in. If there's shit laying on the desk, like, if there's too much shit around, I'll just feel boxed in. Any kind of clutter. Mm. And I start to feel claustrophobic, but it only happens when I'm, like, really stressed. So I might be fine, I might not. So it's one of those, I better not just, like, let's see how I turn out, and I jump in this, and, like, you don't... I don't want to freak out in the middle of one and then have people trying to help me get out because, like, they're stuck if I don't get out. Mm-hmm. It's just too dangerous of a situation to just, like, I got this without without maybe feeling my way into it first, which might not be that bad. Like, mm-hmm. caves are cool as fuck. Since we brought them up, like, I'm not going to use it as my topic, but it was definitely what I was going to...
0: I was more so just thinking <laughs> about, like, what you are saying about, like, uh, you know the dishes being a mess or like the, like that's why that expression, get your house in order is probably a thing because when you make your bed, when you clean your room, when you do the dishes, when you it's, it's, you're providing mental clarity that all these things are done and everything's sort of in order and you can focus on the things that you want to focus on instead of everything kind of feeling like clutter around you. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? No, I definitely, your life starts to become, you, you find a lot more clarity yeah, my life has just felt like a big task list
1: list for a while, and those are parts of the tasks. Like you get up and it's like I'm gonna have to do the dishes. I gotta do this. I gotta do that. Um, if you get some of those little ones out of the way, then I find myself like being able to breathe. Sometimes it's like I can sit down and do this, but then if I sit down and do something that and I got too much shit to do, like I'll start thinking about the other stuff while I'm trying to do it. And if it's school related, I can't. You can't be thinking about other stuff while you're reading and actually be reading something. Yeah, I can't be thinking about other stuff and writing about something. I like my, I don't. I don't know if people can actually multitask, like do two things at once. But I can do one conversation at a time. I can have other stuff going on in the background to mm-hmm. some degree and whatnot. But I cannot actually focus on more than one thing at a time. And if I if it's close enough that I start trying to focus on two things. It's just I get so confused because I just drop little
0: pieces of each. You end up not giving your best work to either of the things. Yeah, right. for sure. that's, that's exactly kind of what it. I was going to say. It's like <laughs> That means one thing, you can multitask, but one of those things is either going to suffer or maybe the lesser thing that needs your attention can, like it's not going to get 100%. That's yeah. the thing. So it's like... Whatever task is at hand is going to get your full attention and whatnot, but there's no way I don't think all the things can be given your 100% at the same time. I try, I try to, if I can, set up like in
1: order the things I want to do. Because mm-hmm. then it's like I'll focus on this one at a time. Like if I, That's sometimes the only way I can really just get through stuff. I'm like, what do I got to do? I got to get these done. This is the most logical order to go in. Or priorities wise, sometimes you need to go in this order because deadlines or whatever, um, and it's just like then I can try to forget about everything else. Like I'll write it down on a whiteboard or something, and then I'll just like one at a time get things done, and then I don't. It's it's helpful whenever it's like dishes or something I don't have to think about it first because then I can put on headphones and listen to music or something and actually tune out while I do it. Like dishes. Are, Doing dishes is calming to me, except for whenever I don't have much time, and I'm like, I gotta oh get these done,
0: and then it's stressful. That's just chores in general, though. Like, I like putting a podcast or music on in the background while I, like, clean up things and do things around the house, you know? Yeah, dude, it, when it kinda I start helps.
1: cleaning, I'll clean everything if I have the time, and, like, I'll just be listening to something, and it's like, once I get done cleaning something, like, well, I'm, I'm vibing. I might as well keep cleaning. Yeah. i you am know, just like then the house will be in a much better shape whenever I'm done and it
0: makes it easier to do the other things for sure. They've got to be in two different like um I don't think mediums is the right word, but like if you're doing something and listening to music you can do that. But you can't listen to music and watch and take in a movie at the same time. Oh yeah. Right. You, you can't read to... and listen to music at the Unless same you time have, and, like You have to use different drop. different yeah. sensory. Yeah. yeah but it's you know, I like I can do things with my hands and, and work and, and mow the grass or whatever while I'm listening to a podcast or while I'm listening to music because that has nothing to do with my ability right to mow the grass. You right. know what I mean?
1: Yeah, if I'm watching it I can't be I you can't look in two places at the same time, but you can look somewhere and listen to something else. Yeah.
0: Yeah. But it's uh it's interesting. Yeah, I think people can multitask, but I think there's there's a there's a uh a subject A and a B. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, there's something yeah, else that's going is. on while said thing is being assessed. It's kind of like around the Christmas season when, like, I'm wrapping gifts or I'm decorating and I have a movie on that I've seen a yeah. million times. Mm-hmm. Like, I'll look over and I'll be like, oh, I love this scene. You know, and I'll watch, like, a little bit of it. I know what's going on the whole time, but for the most part, I'm focusing on the other thing. Mm-hmm. You know? We want to take the break mm-hmm. yeah we might as well take the break and then just start fresh with the next hour the good the bad and the shits we so got sure. Tyler Cheatham on his second solo appearance in the Christmas special stick with us I'm a like Nick. <laughs> you're the mean one Mr. Grinch or you really are
2: here. you're as kind of layers of cactus as charming as an
0: ear, Mr. Grinch. You're a bad banana with a greasy black peel.
2: Just taste the music. You're a monster,
0: misty Grinch. Yes, you are. Your heart's an empty hole. Your brain is gonna start.
2: I've got to get his own Mr. Grange. Well, I wouldn't touch you with her. Oh.
0: Ladies and gentlemen, we are back with the good, the bad, and the shits for the Christmas special. Of 2023, with Tyler Cheatham back on, it is now time. We know you're looking forward to the good, the bad, and the shits. Always Everybody like is. That's true. Who, um, who wants to start off? Well, why don't we start off with it? Eggnog, what do you guys think? The classic. Dude, I've been pretty upset because I haven't found eggnog yet this year. Until
1: this glass that you just gave me. You kind of got to search for, for it.
0: It's not just going to be at, like, well, like, I don't like... It going is. Deerbergs, when, when I went to Deerbergs, it was, like, they it were sold stocked, out. bro, Yeah, at Deerbergs. But, like, every... The Walmart, my Walmart that I go to all the time, it's, like, never there. Which one have you been going to? The Watson one? Yeah. Okay. Uh, or they, even the Kirkwood one. It does like. sell fast. I I have only bought... But, like, here's the thing. Su- they're sold in such a delicacy amount, like, it's a small fucking little thing yeah. in it. Like the carton of it or whatever, um, but that is my like second one. But really, if you pour like a even a three fourths full glass, that's only like three of them, maybe yeah, you're out going of one like of those. a third of the maybe. carton, maybe, and you don't even have it full. Yeah. But I feel like you know, I like it a lot. Me too. I think a lot of people shit on it because a lot of people like immediately rejectful of it. Yeah, I'm a big fan. Me too. Yeah, I like it a lot too.
1: I, it's. I, I just. I feel like it's not around as much as I want it to be on holidays. Because mm-hmm. I'm like the only one in my family that likes eggnog, I think. It might not be a factual statement, but. Nobody else is talking about it enough. If they do like it,
0: it's it's usually only <laughs> the colder months of the year. Like maybe people drink it like November, December, or January. Oh, I definitely being, think like, it should be a seasonal thing. Oh yeah, I'm not gonna drink it mm-hmm. in the spring and summer and fall. I can't like,
1: imagine it being very good in the middle of summer. Honestly, no. Like Having a glass of that thick. in <laughs> July. They
0: do, not sell, they do sell. They do sell some of it, like not the Prairie Farms kind, but like maybe like what Southern Comfort or whatever has. It's not like even oh, the same yeah. as. I don't even know if it's the same brand as, like, the alcohol and shit, but I think it's, they got, like, no, a I type think it's of... No, I the same brand as the alcohol, but because I think the angle they're going for is holiday alcohol eggnog. But I think the, the Southern Nog. Comfort, they sell an eggnog that it has no alcohol, too. Well, yeah. Well, yeah, that's what I, I, I mean. That's, it's That's, they do. It's like... Uh, I feel like that's just, like, an extension of... Yeah, they're, they're like, oh, buy business. this as yeah. a mixer. Kind of thing. Right, it's good though, by itself even. It is. I like the the Prairie Farms one's probably I don't no, think I've had anywhere. any better than that still. It's probably the one I've had the most. Um, yeah, it's it's really good. The holiday custard, the chocolate custard's good. I think the holiday custard's better than the chocolate one though. At least it's consistent yeah. too. Like I like apple cider a lot, but mm-hmm. I feel like sometimes I get apple cider. I'm like, what the fuck is this? It's just Ignaug not having it any... Yeah, sometimes apple cider does not hit like other apple cider. Yeah. I do agree with it's that. I've like, had some that I'm like, ah. I've had some tea sometimes that I'm
1: just like, eh, on. But like with apple cider, I feel like when you hit that, that
0: area, it's it's like worse. Like, I don't want to drink this whole cup. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's like sucks. some of it's like, I, I, I mean, I like apple juice. So. Yeah. Yeah. There's I've definitely tried apple cider before that I've been like, this is pretty damn good. Some of it's so good and I always want it every year and
1: then some years I get a big old thing of it and I'm like, I can't fucking drink this. And it's just a waste, so I just try to give it to people and then they're like, No, they like that either. I don't blame them.
0: I thought about putting (laughs) apple pie on here before. And don't get me wrong, I like apple pie and I'm not the biggest fan of pie. But like I think apple pie is way overrated. I think it's, everybody thinks, pies? yeah, like I think it was, it's extremely overrated. It, I think it's around it just like, fucking way oh, no, too much. It, okay. No, it's, it's way, it's, it's, I'm not saying it's shitty. It's good, but it's way overdone and it's presented as it's the greatest pie of all time. It's also when one it's of those, like, it's definitely it's not on, one of my favorite pies. No, and it, pumpkin it's, pie, it's pumpkin so pie, and select over ice cream, too. it, pumpkin pie, I'd select over it any day of the week. Honestly, I would still I would eat. not do that.
1: Okay. I will eat pumpkin pie, but it's like, the ratio of pumpkin pie to Cool Whip has to be one
0: to one at least. Oh, yeah. I, I'd usually take a lot of Cool Whip on my pumpkin yeah. pie. Oh, it's so good. It's, it's just go drown, just, it's, just, just it plop also, it. And oh, not yeah. to drown out the pumpkin, but like, it just goes really good together whenever you just have a whole ass thing of fucking Cool no, Whip yeah, with That's it. fair. Cool Whip versus whipped cream, too. I like using cool whip instead. Whipped cream just it dissipates way quick. Yeah, it just doesn't have that it doesn't have the right flavor. The, the whip cool and like so it's good. it's the cool whip cool stays whip. a solid blob on top yeah, yeah, of the pie. Yeah. That's it's what you just want. it's like a creamier but it's like thicker. The whipped cream just kinda like it really does dissolve quick. Yeah. Yeah. It turns like, into kind of like a liquid on top of the pie. It's like it's not like right. both around What is it?
1: Key line. You pie is delicious. great. You I know like what I think is pie. extremely underrated
0: is probably cheesecake. Oh, cheesecake! Is and a lot of people cool. like it, but I think it's pretty freaking oh, underrated. It's, yeah. Yeah. it's not picked as often. No, as it's pie. not. That's what I mean. Whatever. Even by me, I'm like I overlook it a lot. I I people love a
1: just cake, like though. cake way too much. Like I don't know why that shows up at event, holiday events and stuff. For everybody's like, birthday, switch it out for something better like a pie.
0: Like uh, pecan pie, so good. So yeah. cookie so, cakes are good, but I think they're fucking honestly the cheap way out. It's the people get people a cookie cake to avoid getting them an expensive fucking. Dude, I remember. I remember. Right. When I'm kind of lucky. My girlfriend. So that's delicious. What she a cookie cake. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> they're so they're good. good. That's what
1: I asked for every year. It was that or ice cream cake. So like probably the most expensive or the cheapest, and almost every time I went for ice cream cake. Mm-hmm. It's like when do you get ice cream cake if not on your birthday? Because I no get an ice cream
0: cake for, for some reason? Put a cookie cake on top. I like, like, a... Uh, That's just dick moves. I like, <laughs> I like kind of the pudding, the like, the filling of a pot, <laughs> like, of an actual cake. Like, if you make it really, you know, like, whenever, uh, I guess Alexis made me that cake the one year, and she, like, put, it was, like, chocolate icing, chocolate cake, and, like, um, like, I guess white, like, pudding or vanilla, like, it, like the, the filling was, you know, vanilla and shit. It was so good. Sounds funny. I know, because it, it was like all chocolate except for the filling, and the filling was vanilla. I definitely oh. like some cakes. I just,
1: I did, I've never understood why it's always the thing. People are like, I feel like it's cake and cookies are the most popular. Ice cream gets but a lot of love at birthday parties too, though, because a lot of, so too, though, a lot of times they'll be like, oh, I'll throw some ice cream but on there with the it's cake. It's like your side to your cake.
0: Ice cream is no side, I hate to ice tell you. Ice cream is the
1: part that I like the most for sure. But I feel like it's it's the side to the cake.
0: Yeah, well, the cake's Gross. supposed it's to be mean. the main thing because it's because you, you stick it's the involved. candles it in there. Be a you pie. can't stick the candles <laughs> in an ice cream. You could. It's not gonna be good. It's, it's, not, gonna not, be, it's, it's not It's not ideal. right. It's not ideal. <laughs> if it's in a tub. <laughs> you could put some candles in that thing. It's not right. A terrible <laughs> idea. <laughs> um, <laughs> ice cream's no secondary bitch to anything. No. It I, would slap I, all I these agree other desserts with that around. Statement. Man, I, just, I yeah. Like, ice cream's not my favorite dessert. Like, it would slap them all. I like ice cream. I like I feel I like I like cake, pie, and donuts more. Dude, cake is just not that cake? good. Probably, Probably. You like who cake? puts cake in their oh, top? I like a sauce. cake. I feel like <laughs> I like
1: Everybody pff- always blasts cake. I like some cakes. I just like not birthday cake, I guess. So maybe I just have a narrow. Well I, I
0: don't, don't like, like yeah. The Some normal of it's really
1: good, but I would still pick like pecan pie over German chocolate cake. I feel like.
0: Well, yeah, dude, pie is great too. That's it's better than See, pecan pie—I never got on the pecan like it's. it's <laughs> I feel like it'd be a good. It's fine, but I never really got on the pecan <laughs> pie train as much as other people for like Thanksgiving and all that stuff. Dude, I never really
1: ate it when I was younger, but I've been eating it quite a bit. I like. I, well, I just noticed it more the past couple of years. I guess me and my sister have like some of the little ones you get even, and
0: I probably only bring. The like the little Debbies on. you mean? Or are you talking about no the Cake, one, or the one slice? No, they're pie. like no, it's like a tiny pie. Oh, oh yeah. honestly, and this might be an unpopular as fuck opinion. I can see why people be like, ugh, that's gross. But I don't think it's gross at all. Those little bullshit pies you get from the gas station or whatever—they're only like a buck or two, whatever—but are extremely like sugary. Are you talking about they like, slap, they look, man? They're, they're good, they're good. Yeah, like, they're, sometimes they're even, like, Seven Eleven brand or, like, but they, Quick Trip brand. But they look like... Or they're, like, either a half circle or they look like the pie from... Uh, from or they're Donald's. just in one of those rectangular boxes. Yeah. And they're just, like, a, this. Trash. And it's just... No, no. Some of those are <laughs> really no, good. No, they're not. Oh, they're really—they're really good.
1: The crust is just so. Large. Oh no, it's not.
0: And the inside <laughs> he is had just to like make sure. Gel. He knew what you were talking about. He's like, those. I don't think it's it it because, to be <laughs> honest with you, that's the exact same thing as the McDonald's pies. But they're not fresh. The
1: McDonald's pies yeah. sometimes are fire. Do I even I like, you like a the
0: fruit pie sometimes, I don't but it's really not that, fresh? Well, you know? those are the same thing. Yeah, the same, yeah, yeah, the the same kind of thing. I don't
1: really care for McDonald's
0: like apple But, pie, but the, the McDonald's ones, do you think McDonald's, McDonald's are fresh? Fire. You think anything there is No, you're right. Fresh. You're right. What I mean by it's that, just that is... It's warmed up in the mic. Like Andy said, some 16-year-old just got done warming it up in the microwave. If I remember correctly, the pies are in there
1: for like six or eight hours or some shit. They can just sit in the oven and it's chilling. It's just like not a high temperature oven uh, high
0: enough, I guess, that it kills stuff. And keep, I don't know. I don't know. Why. Some of those are pretty good though, <laughs> like the blueberry forever, or strawberry and go. cream pies that McDonald's have. Yeah, I think the, those are good. The holiday cream, ones, delicious. Holiday
1: ones, delicious. And I kind of hate ones, it though. Kind of mediocre. Just like yeah. the ones. No, the, the apple,
0: apple ones. I hate whenever they you order one because it's like oh strawberry and cream, blueberries and cream, pumpkin pie and cream, whatever. Uh, and, and then they're like, could be so and then they don't tell you, and then they're like, yeah, we're going to replace your four uh, special pies with four apple ones, or three apple ones and some others. It's Dude, like, it takes, like, I didn't order that, that shit. shit. I would rather have a refund yeah, than yeah. have four apple pies. It takes,
1: like, so long to cook them, and then <laughs> that's, that's, why they, that's why they last for so long. Well, that's not why they last for so long, but that's probably part of the reason they want to make them last for so long. But, like, they take so long to cook, so if you order them and they're not, like, already in the oven, they're like, no. Nah, you, you want to wait for, I don't know how long it took. I, I would be giving you a wrong number because it's been years since I've worked at McDonald's. But
0: that's why you end up with those, and I definitely think they should be like, hey, we don't have these. Mm-hmm. Don't oh, yeah, that's, they should tell you that 1st it They'd be like, is this okay as a replacement? I uh, definitely no. think that's the way to go. Right. Now, okay, I will <laughs> say, and I really like cappuccino, but McDonald's cappuccino, that's some bullshit. That's not cappuccino. I don't even know. It does not taste like cappuccino. I don't, I don't even yeah. know what it tastes like. Like but you I know what I gabuchino. like is the Gabpuccino at like the mobile or the yeah. on the run yeah like just on the, the run machine whatever, whatever. Fire. well those yeah that's <laughs> they good, are good. Yeah. those are really good yeah, that's, I that's like my favorite so that's maybe my favorite one even the one out of that tub I forget what brand it is but that's yeah, really no, not the store bought ones aren't bad s- where you just scoop the yeah uh, yeah teaspoon their, or two that's not bad dude I remember like yeah. going hunting with
1: my grandpa when I was younger and we'd stop at a gas station and this is like I would never get up before. I don't know, 6 o'clock in the morning. Probably had to do that once in a while for school. But, like, when I went hunting, we'd get up at, like, 4 or 5 or something, and we'd stop at the gas station when it's still dark out. And, like, it was just the perfect mood setter for drinking cappuccino and, like, a breakfast sandwich. Like, they just smacked so hard. And, like, that's one of those nostalgic things that I remember that I'll never be able to achieve again. It's like sometimes the breakfast sandwiches hit,
0: pretty good, but, like, they're never going to be as good as they were. Who's got your favorite breakfast you know, sandwich yeah. from a fast food place? Dude, probably just McDonald's. Their bacon, egg, and cheese? I'm um, not even saying it's us, so, but it's their bacon, egg, and cheese. Fun. I do Actually, get I more than, than egg too. Is. Dude, the mid are so, so good. good. They, yeah. they slap, though. And those hash browns? Woo! Also, you're both browns if you're going to say those are I'm, aren't. like, a
1: fan of the <laughs> watery kind of, like, Processed egg thing you can get to like the fucking circle eggs, that are that are eggs but they're not. You get them out of the freezer, you <laughs> yeah. know what I mean? Like yeah. they're kind of fire. Whenever you were that time Sonic, that... we used to have those and they were so good, and then at some point Sonic switched to like <laughs> the circular eggs, not good. <laughs> And they're, like, just
0: the possible They're so fucking like, juicy, too. Yeah. They're exactly. so dude, fucking wet. Lying. It's like, why is this this fucking wet when I'm whenever, do You remember into it? whenever they introduced the fucking the, the 24-7 menu? Yeah, dude, I remember that. And remember you're like, that. yeah, they filled it up because they put the angry muffin on there four fucking times. Dude,
1: I think that was whenever they were, like... Dude that's bullshit them. They got rid of that shit Quick
0: as fuck yeah, too
1: They were already removing is. things By that point I think <laughs> And that's why they had like They're just like Copy and paste The fucking sausage biscuit Or whatever <laughs> I don't made, even like sausage Could I interest <laughs> you Maybe in a sausage made. biscuit <laughs> <laughs> Like I'll
0: go to Waffle House like How about an egg biscuit of that's some bullshit. Just all they got. Yeah. after okay, like they didn't have more anything. more biscuits, less fucking <laughs> McGriddles and McMuffins and that bullshit. Dude, McGriddles are fire. I honestly, I will. I'm not even saying they're shit. I just don't get them that often. Like I'm more prone to get like a bagel or a biscuit than I am like a croissant or like a uh, McGriddle or whatever the fuck. Dude, I mean, McGriddles are fire. I'm feel, I feel like I'm the opposite. I feel, I feel like into, I feel like McGriddles like like of the, McGriddle the
1: thing a lot lately I is the like what that. is
0: the McGriddles what's the difference mainly in the is it it's is the, it like a syrupy a McGriddles fucking, yeah, it's like a pancakes pancake. okay it's the buns yeah. pretty much like yeah, many but like, pancakes but they, they're like the syrups like infused in it or something yeah.
1: yeah dude I went so I went floating over the I don't know It's probably the end of summer maybe even it would be getting in the colder months but it, it's not been that way so far um, and I remember going home and like I'm always hungry as Fuck, after I get done floating, like uh, I've been eating edibles all day and just floating down a river, so I'm like starving when I get home because I don't bring enough food with me because I'm a rookie. Um, And I made, I think my sister was making French toast, and I was like, I want a burger. So I made, like, use the French toast as bread for the burger and put syrup on it and Gouda cheese. It was so delicious. I was like, that shit slaps. And then, like, since then, I've been doing more like waffles with. I'll, I'll do get like the waffle thing for for bread for my breakfast sandwiches because I just keep making breakfast sandwiches because all I can make is eggs and potatoes and some meat or whatever. like I don't cook much dinner stuff anyways but like I'll make that pretty quick in the morning for
0: breakfast. Yeah I will say like <clears throat> I just I never really order the McGriddle or the McMuffin. I've had them both before.
1: Yeah, but do you shouldn't still want more the
0: McMuffin. The what? What is the McMuffin?
1: Is that the is that the? No, um, that's two different things. English the McMuffin's muffins like an English muffin, right? More
0: of like a fluffy. It, it's, bun, is right? it an English muffin? Yeah, yeah. They're not near yeah. as good okay. as the
1: McGriddle. But I have been getting like English muffins <laughs> for breakfast sandwiches too because you gotta spice them up. It's a lot He's better. He's not me. lying though. The Mc McGriddle better is better way better. But yeah. The McGriddle so much. I better.
0: the but the McMuffin honestly not too bad. English muffins aren't bad. I just don't, like, pancake it up very much these days. You know what I mean? I don't I, don't I don't get you like that. No, me uh, neither. Except for breakfast sandwiches. Like, I'll take a waffle every day of the week. I said that a mm-hmm. couple episodes ago, mm-hmm. but I, <laughs> we were talking about breakfast for dinner and how it's underrated. Dude, when I was with, uh, I, actually, when we went to Closey afterwards, we went to eat
1: breakfast the next morning. Um, Rooster? Or The Rooster, maybe? Someplace in St. Louis. Fancy place. It was expensive, but, like, delicious. I got vegan biscuits and gravy, I think it's just vegan gravy and biscuits, and like was skeptical of it, but Mary was getting it, and they, her and Ricky were talking about it. I was like, I, I gotta try it, I feel like, and then I got it, and it's like gray and grittier looking than what I'm, it just doesn't look like what you expect from gravy, so I was like more skeptical, I was like, fuck, I got a whole plate of this stuff. <laughs> And i have been into it, and it was like, that's interesting. Kind of like the, I didn't know what to make of the first bite, because there was just so many more spices than any gravy I've ever had. Gravy's usually pretty blandish in flavor, or it's a lot of sausage, or... Yeah. I don't really like sausage gravy. I like um, pepper gravy, though, a lot. And so that's, like, I didn't want sausage gravy, so I was like, I'll definitely try the vegan gravy. And uh, it was a kind of a weird... Texture, even, and it, I was just like not sure about it. But the second bite, dude, it slapped, and like every bite after that, like this shit was delicious. And I haven't stopped thinking about it for an entire day since I had it. <laughs> and it was like, I was, I, I did not know how I felt about it right after the first bite, even. It's just so different from what you're used to calling gravy. I'm not a... specifically bear bean gravy, but it was yeah. just so there was just so much more flavor to it
0: than any biscuits and gravy I've ever had.
1: It was delicious. I love biscuits and gravy. It was too. so
0: good. Speaking of the gravy thing, though, like I can't say I'm a big fan of DQ and like in general. I don't like hate it, but it's mm-hmm. not one of my favorite mm-hmm. fast food places by any means. But that those chicken tenders and that gravy combo, hundred percent agree. That's a match made <laughs> oh, yeah. in heaven. I don't like. I still but... that is super good. I still like that meal every time I go to oh TQ, yeah I mean I'll occasionally get a burger but like most of the time it's always the chicken tenders and their chili dogs are pretty good too but Sonic's is really fucking good I don't really go to Sonic's Dairy Queen good. anymore uh, but I, I just don't get
1: there, but like dude the chicken like I was talking about this I think with Kaylee my little sister she worked at a Dairy Queen also mm. and we were talking about the food and she was bitching because Rala doesn't have a Dairy Queen anymore because S&T kind of strangled them out of existence which is funny but, uh, I just, not I, I don't like the, well, they just, they like, just bought submitted. up all the property around them, and so it was just, like, yeah. Anyways, um, but the fuck, dude, the chicken tenders and the gravy, like, the gravy was the best move they could It's the eat. best thing they had. so good. Like, I would, I love eating just, like, the toast and gravy. So delicious. Mm-hmm.
0: I mean, their ice cream is good, but like that's kind of what they're built on. Right. Like their food, their I think their pay. food is fucking overpriced for what Dude, you. It was weird.
1: You also throw the burgers on a conveyor belt. If you don't cook them on a grill like every other fast food place I work, oh, mm-hmm.
2: well, you know, a conveyor thing. belt. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
0: it's I mean, like I mean, the fucking SpongeBob <laughs> <on> episode <laughs> with the <laughs> the goo that they fucking <laughs> shoot out of the thing. Well, that's like <laughs> forms do a burger. They like the line. put the burn marks on there. <laughs> <laughs>
1: That's how you do the the pizzas at Casey's too. You like make them and then you put them on. It's just like a wire conveyor belt that brings them through the oven. Mm. But like, I think the I mean, flames it's... did were supposed to hit this on the inside of the one at Dairy Queen was like the point on it. Yeah, because they were kind of like flame song. grilled like, too. Yeah, you just like put them on. A conve- I did not like the taste of those honestly. But I don't think I like the taste of frame, flame flame broil. Like, there's a I don't know, there's a type of bird. I thought that, that was hardy. No, I don't think it's just flame broil. Okay. There's just a type of burger That's taste that I'm just not into, and it's here and there. And then sometimes I love burgers. There's just a specific burger taste I'm not into. The um, Impossible Whopper, I think, tasted like that. I want to say I tried it sometime, and it's like the way it mimicked the beef flavor was that kind of a burger flavor. Not. I think mean, the like, Impossible Whopper really. was too bad. Yeah, I don't know how to explain it very well. It's just like a beef flavor, or a flavor in burgers sometimes that I'll taste and then I don't taste them in other ones. Mm. And it's the other ones are so much better. Like, I, I can, can eat them. They're just like, it tastes like
0: generic burger in me. But they're not good. I don't know. I mean, that's, it's fast food, you know? Yeah. It's not gonna be like It's not just fast food. But it's time like burger. the frozen burgers you can buy and stuff too. I just, I don't know. Sometimes those disappoint me, dude. I had a box of them that I, like, kept in the freezer forever because I forgot that they were, like, mm-hmm. stuffed in a corner. I was like, fuck, man, I still got one of these in here. So I tried to make it for the time that it said. That's a problem. When you microwave a burger, it's like... You microwave burgers? I microwave <laughs> this burger, bro. <laughs> like, and you know it's cool. not gonna be great anyways. you're
1: disappointed with it but you microwave it you can't really well that's is the...
0: what i'm saying i already wasn't anticipating greatness okay so then it was still cold so i went like another like 45 seconds on the thing and then it was like oh it felt pretty warm so i bit into it there's was. In the same bite, it was, like, it was a mouthful that was hot as fuck and then, like, still frozen. Yeah. And I was just, like, this is terrible. And you're blaming the burger It fucking made me, like, actually gag a little bit. I was, like, I'm my fucking throat that I ate a bite of this.
1: You're blaming the burger? No.
0: It was, dude, it was meant to be microwaved. That's literally what it, the directions were on the box. It only oh, gave you microwave that's your directions. Problem. Why would you even think? The only I would time that's on acceptable
1: is if it's the White Castle burgers. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, those <laughs> just are okay. because I don't have a White
0: Castle. Those taste right, nothing like White Castle sliders, though. Even still, yeah, the ones that you but warm up they're, up. They're, they're definitely one still edible. Though. I still like them. They're only the yeah. only like, I I the only similarity thing. is the fact that it's a small burger and it's cut like it's. it's just Look, small. man, if that's you close your eyes and you try to turn off your taste buds, you cannot tell the difference. Um, it's the same sort of kidding. texture. That doesn't even
1: make sense. They look like them. Like, why would you close your eyes? <laughs> Is this the one thing they have in actual common? If you shut off your mouth, yeah, just who's got it. Your close your nose. Breakfast you
0: sandwich for a fast food place. Fast food, not fucking. Obviously, like, somewhere that's. A quality restaurant's gonna have a better one. Not even like. I wouldn't consider, like,. If they have a drive-thru. A breakfast place that you sit down. If they have a drive through, it's fast food. I mean, it would have to be McDonald's or Jack in the Box, because Jack in the Box has some good all-day breakfast shit. But, yeah. yeah. See, and they actually serve it 24-7, yeah, and they serve true. the whole damn thing. Yeah. Well, Jack in the Box fucking sells everything. All day.
1: Oh, Because I just remembered, I thought about this a minute ago, when you were bitching about your microwave. So the... The reason for the cold spots in your food is because at the it's like you're, the microwaves cooking with microwaves, which is a, is a type of electromagnetic ray, which is what we see as light or he, or how radio works it, it picks up radio waves. <clears throat> it's X-rays another form of them. but uh, it uses this to cook your food. and the way waves interfere with each other is if they hit in a certain way they will cancel each other out and then, or they will add to each other. And so in some spots it'll cancel it out, as to where in other spots it'll add to it, so you get like an extra hot spot or an extra cold spot or somewhere in between, and that's why it rotates. And it's supposed to uh, hey, like, give it more of a chance to of uniformity <clears throat> because it's just using these rays to heat it up. And like, as far as I understand the science behind that, it all adds up. But I think I just read it on Reddit But like that is how waves interfere. I definitely, I definitely remember that because it was a part of the class that I took. And it's just neat. They're just like beaming these things with not light, but a higher frequency version of what light's
0: made of. Yeah, that's why people. Some people like the old-fashioned people are still like, when you cook something in a microwave, you're cooking yourself, which. Oh. I've never understood how true that is. Like, that actually fucks you up at all to be around a microwave while it's going. I think the um, the dots on it, on the front, are supposed to
1: be enough to interfere with the wave, because they're, I mean, you know, the shape of a wave. They're supposed to be enough to break it up, but I don't actually, I don't know how valid that is either. The other thing I'm pretty certain on, this, the, the whole... I think that's at least the idea behind it. I don't know if they actually work. They're probably just like, We can sell these this way. But I don't know if that's true either. I'm a conspiracy theorist when it comes to like <coughs> marketing
0: or shit. Just Sometimes it's right. G E was just that's what they told everybody. Oh yeah, this little screen on here box any damn potential damage. But it might not go through like the metal
1: walls and stuff. Like yes yeah. with with like an X ray. You put a thing behind mm-hmm. so, like I just got my knee X ray. You put a thing behind it because the rays aren't gonna go through it. I think they even paint a picture on it, on just how that works. I don't remember. I was asking some questions, but, like, when you go to when you ask questions at the hospital, they don't actually know the answers usually,
0: not to the science-y side of questions, because that's not what they deal with every day. You what know. is your guys' opinion of eggnog? Oh, yes. <laughs> we got pretty far. We did. We did. We talked about cake. We went around. We talked about ice cream. We talked about love breakfast sandwiches. And
1: feel like it's underrated. Yeah, I was gonna say. It's, it's highly famous. Like, def- for sure. And it gets so much shit. Underrated it's damn good. It's in like, I feel like everyone knows about it, at least. Most mm-hmm. people have tried it, so it's hard to say it's underrated if some people just, if you don't like it, you don't fucking like it. Mm-hmm. But I just, like, it should be more prevalent during the high, it's definitely in music, like I've heard mm-hmm. this thing about eggnog, it's in movies all the time and shit. So it gets its exposure, but like, I feel like the only way I'm getting eggnog every year. It definitely gets Is if more if I get it myself, or if
0: I hang out with mm-hmm. you. If <laughs> yeah, I hang, yeah, because I, 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 had I always stock up on it throughout the holiday oh, yeah. season. But like, it keeps them in there. It definitely gets more over hate than over love, though. That's yeah. the thing. Yeah, modernly, I, I feel like it's just kind of like a yeah. thing yeah, that I agree. it's I a seasonal staple, so it's going to come back every single year. But it's. More and more people hate on it now. I feel like it used to probably be a bigger thing. People it's kind of like, like it. a classic drink. But well, more people shit on it than people who do overpraise it like it's the greatest thing to. You. And I don't even necessarily think that, but whenever it slaps, like I'm fucking keeping in I'm keeping some in my fridge pretty much there for a few months. Yeah. Do whenever you, it's around.
1: Like know? every time I think of a Christmas party I start fantasizing about like the perfect fucking alcohol eggnog, like get fucked up on eggnog. I don't even like eggnog with alcohol in it. I would much rather drink a lot of other drinks. But that's, mm. like, the first thing I start thinking of. But, like, punch, you can make that shit delicious. Mm. Eggnog's so much better. I you
0: think one of the, the reasons is because food. it's so thick, you don't want to anticipate drinking a lot of it yeah. with yeah, eggnog, because yeah, then it's going to kind of gross you out your butt. Yeah, mm. I agree. You don't want to throw up a bunch of eggnog. Yeah, that's some thick bullshit. <laughs> you know, <laughs> yeah. that, that feeling that comes from drinking such a thick drink, too, also is... Is definitely part of that. Who uh, who wants to go next? Uh, you wanna go? Yeah I can go. What you got? Oh you're not gonna see this
1: coming. Uh-oh. <clears throat> so I've brought it up a couple times on the podcast and I've talked to you guys about it the entire time I've been here. Pool. How feel about pool? I don't know if I can't Billions?
0: I can't remember if it yeah, if it was on your grandpa's podcast or not, so I am like it up. Again. No, I mean we I mean I he we talked about, about, about it, his history but. and pool and everything. But we didn't do a good oh, amount of shits right. on his that's trilogy, right. obviously. That's right. Now, 100 years ago, 120 years ago, especially like at the turn of the century, like the, of the 20th mm-hmm. century, when pool was like a lot more <laughs> populated, like it was everybody was playing because it's still TV hadn't really come around yet. Yeah. Obviously, like in the early 1900s. Um, even the radio, there wasn't a whole lot of anything like that. Like everybody was playing pool. Um,. Uh, and then, of course, it like it adapted throughout the decades and had a rise and fall. The hustler brought it back up, and then it went back down in the '70s. Then it went back up with the color money, and then it, you know, so it took dips and dives and whatnot. Um, but now we just have so many games, and because like, you know, I grew up with the game, obviously, because he was always he always had a pool table, and like my uncle had a pool table. My dad had one for a while. He has one again now. Now I think he gets lost in the shuffle. So I think it is an underrated game, 100%. -hmm. Because it's a whole-ass vibe, like, going to a bar, going to, like, it's, it's in, I don't even want to sound cliche by saying that, but, like, when there's a pool table and, like, you know, whether people are smoking in there like they used to and shit like that, and you're just, like, listening to music and you're, it just feels like such a, there's such a gritty edge to just going into a bar, going into a pool hall and, like, having that whole environment. Yeah. No, I definitely... You know what I mean? I mean, you know exactly what yeah. I mean, but it's like... It definitely helped draw me in a little bit. Yeah. It's just like... It's a dip, if It's just a different atmosphere, and that's kind of like what matters there. You're
1: like goofing off the whole time, mm-hmm. but you're like serious, which is weird. I and think it's fun. Like, I, I agree. There's a lot of
0: different billiards games,
1: you know what I mean, too. So, it's really weird. I've been... I've been looking up a lot, of, like, watching a lot of pool stuff and listening to podcasts and stuff lately to catch back up on pool because I used to... You guys know I used to be really into it. played for, like, three years and then I haven't been playing in, like, seven and I've just been playing quite a bit the past couple of weeks just going to the pool hall near me that I had never really gone to before. And so I've been playing two to three times a week and just watching a lot of pool and then listening to some people and it's like... I feel like the sport has grown so much in the past seven years. I, I haven't really paid attention to it, but like, streaming became a big thing at some point within that time frame. Like it was, they were, I remember they were starting to record, they were recording stuff when I was there, but like, I there's not a whole lot of YouTube videos and stuff from them, unless you're like top pro. But even then there wasn't that much, like I feel like the pro world is so much bigger now than it was before. Mm-hmm. But then there's more, like, there's some people on there that I've never seen that didn't play at the time either. They're, like, like one, of the, uh, one of the guys named, uh, Fedor Gorst? Fedor? Fedor is how you say that. Uh, dude's phenomenal. 22 years old from Russia. And he's just so fucking good. And, like, everybody I've been listening to has talked about how the bar's just been raised so much. So I've been thinking about it a lot. The way I learned to play pool, because when I like I've been listening to some podcasts where they have pros and they're like, "Oh, what was your backstory or whatever?" And the way I learned to play was this kind of like, it was a pretty chill pool hall, really. Like it could have been so much grittier and stuff, but it still has that. It's just like to me, it's like this classic, old-fashioned feel that's just such a vibe, mm-hmm. and that's what got us playing there and. Like, and then we started playing leagues, and, like, you, me, and Corey just started taking it a bit more serious. And then I just kept taking it more serious. But, like, mm-hmm. even then, it's it's just, it's so laid back and stuff. And then, like, the way other countries are going about it, it's it's, it's different for each one. Like, but it just seems so much more driven and stuff. in America, like, pool culture in America, a lot of it you're just, like, hiding what you're... You don't want to. You don't want people to know how good you are. It's like hustling. Pool playing in America a lot of times people are thinking like hustling, and then other countries are treating it like a tournament sport kind of thing. So it's just like a completely different way of learning to play, and it's more focused. And as to where the other one, you're like trying to not show too much, but you're trying, but you still got to get better. Like almost in front of people, because how many people actually have a pool table in their basement? even then, the pool tables in your basement don't transfer that well to the other tables, uh, and it's just it's it's crazy to think about how all the different ways people learn to play pool. But like when you're around people, they're just like, this is what you're supposed to do. Like everyone knows how you're supposed to play pool. Everyone mm-hmm. has their own opinion on it because they've learned it from so many people. And it's like it's like when I'm listening to it, I'm the more I learn about it, it, it sounds like this is the. Like before, it sounded like a dying sport, and they're like, "We gotta get on TV more. We gotta whatever." But like when I'm listening to people talk about now, it sounds like, and and when I'm watching it, it's like it's about. I don't know how popular it'll end up getting, but it's about to break out into like, or it's breaking into just just the competition is just go, is so intense and the, like the professionalism's going up because unless because they're moving away from. The, the hustling kind of thing. Though, the hustling kind of thing is probably still just as popular as it was. I've just not been in the pool halls enough to be around that culture. <clears throat> and like that's probably ever bit as prominent as it was, but it seems like there's another area that's building up,
0: mm-hmm. and that's pretty neat. But I like, think <laughs> it's so annoying, the amount of people, whenever you're. A, it's affiliated with pool, though, because the amount of people that think they're intelligent by saying the word hustling or hustler or whatever. It's just, like, first of all, unless we're actually talking about money, real money, mm-hmm. and this is, like, on the table, like, this is a real thing, what the fuck does it mean? Like, why do why would I even care to, hu- to hustle you, quote-unquote, right. a term that you just learned probably a fucking year ago, and you don't know jack shit about pool otherwise? <laughs> like, why would I care to do it unless... Like and Not that I'm saying I would even do it if money was on the line, etc. But, like, just because they've heard that term thrown around when it relates to pool or, like, games, like, skill games like that. It's, like, almost sports, synonymous. But it's just kind of like, it's and it's always affiliated with pool, but it's just like, the moment somebody sees you make a shot that doesn't know what the fuck they're talking about, they're like, you hustling me? It's like, yeah. we weren't even playing for anything. What the fuck are you talking about? Yeah. I never said I was shitty. I just made a shot. Right. It's like I'm not the one bitching about me being good when you won't even play me for free. <clears throat> Dude, honestly, that like so that doesn't
1: really go away when you like quote unquote enter the pool world, you know, yeah. like there's a like it's a, just a culture kind of thing. So you get Which your annoying. your bar people or your your casual people that, that you play and they're always like, "Oh, are you hustling?"
0: And then, then you start like that's playing just the just with... a comedic thing to say. They know nothing. Right. So somebody, they play somebody that's good. It's like, yeah. Right. And, and they think, that's so, oh, I'm getting my ass people beat. People who
1: are actually trying to hustle and they're like, oh, are you hustling me? Like, it just, it doesn't really go away. Mm-hmm. And then, like, one of the things that I had a problem with pool is a lot of people just bitch. And I have a problem doing that myself. Like, I just complain about shit. And, like, sometimes I realize I'm just, like, complaining. and It's not getting me anywhere. So I can mm-hmm. shut it off. But, like some people it's like is that your t-? it's like are you trying to play pool or are you trying to learn how to bitch the best because that's all I'm it sure seems it makes, like uses. and it's just like yeah but mm-hmm. a lot of it's probably aimed at trying to get them to give them an easier game so that they can beat a lot of money and it's like this whole the whole thing is fucking everybody putting on a face oh yeah and being fake and it's just like that didn't click with me not to say I didn't enjoy gambling and I didn't get into that shit I played Quite a bit and I did a lot of gambling for a while and it's addictive mm-hmm. both gambling and playing pool for me but um especially when you're gambling on yourself it's like real fun to win then um cause you're like I've put myself here too but it's like the people some of the people were really cool but then like sometimes they're, they're, just, then they're just trying to be an asshole to you to piss you off so mm-hmm. you can play them to get them to shut up or something and it's like that kind of stuff's not really necessary, and so that's, I'm hopeful that this whole more professional side of pool becomes a bigger thing, because the, like, the top players are both going to be these tournament players and gambling players, mm-hmm. and, but like, I just am hopeful that there's a little more courtesy, kind of more respect for each other going on and stuff. The other but, other, like, th- that also takes away from that grittiness
0: that you're talking about. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. That's what I was even going to say. I don't obviously know a lot about pool, I don't play it, but like, it always, from the <laughs> outside looking in, because it was, you know, played in smoky pool halls and bars and things like that, yeah. it's always kind of seemed like the outlaw sort of sport, you know, in a way. Like, it's this, it's the thing that people hustle each other in or the dude you know walks into a bar and fucking gets good at it's like the late night sport that you get good at you know it's it's always seemed like that thing so i've i've never known the scene well enough to like know if it was it's never necessarily felt like it was dying but it it never felt like on a professional level like it was ever going to get the fandom that some of these other things got you know what i mean
1: right and I think that's where a lot of the it's dying goes. For. It might not be getting as much money from just like the casual players, but I feel like casual players are still just going to come in, and have beers, and play it. Yeah, whatever. it's never going to like die in that a, aspect. Having people actually dedicated to trying to get better for it. Yeah. It used like to be, uh,
0: it used to have a more mainstream <laughs> kind of a attention level, if you will, and that's probably why I think people are was, saying it's dying. Like I think a big part did, of that was, was color money. It was like, no was that gave it pop off as voucher. My grandpa, like he said, that, like that, that after that, and that came out in nineteen eighty six. Like, because pool became huge again throughout the rest of the eighties. After that, mm-hmm. through if you watch, um, you know, movies or whatnot, but the whole scene in like the like pretty much the whole 90s seemed like pool was huge still. And what I was gonna say about what you're talking about with the self critique thing and the image thing, mm-hmm. is because it's so easy to like. Especially whenever you're playing people, whether you're playing for money or not, whenever you're playing people that either, A, know what they're doing or act like they know what they're doing, and you're just trying to prove to yourself you can school them, it's very easy to miss a shot that you theoretically, quote-unquote, should have made, and you're like, fuck, I suck! Like, you miss a shot because you know you knew what you were doing, but you ne- didn't necessarily have the ability to just get on the table and make shot after shot after shot without missing. It's such a mental thing. It's right? hard It's hard to, like, not get pissed at yourself for missing something, whether you're playing for money or not, that you know you've made before and you still could make. Mm-hmm. And you have the ability to make. But, it like, I'll, I mean, I'm guilty of it, too. I'll instantly turn around and be like, God fucking damn it. Like, I should never have missed that shot. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? No, but no, it's it. like you're breaking down every little part of It's so easy to get, play. like... Get so upset over missing balls that you should make. Mm-hmm.
1: And, like I miss so much. Like I never got. You to gotta where play I was really consistently making ball. Like I got to where I was mm-hmm. okay, but like the amount of times I missed, I'm just like, I, I don't know if I'm ever gonna get good at making the simple shots. Mm-hmm. And uh, that was probably just a practice issue because I was just playing and I wasn't actually targeting practice spots.
0: Like, what is it that I need to work on, kind of shit? That's why my grandpa, if he's if he's like not playing every You know, like the thing is, if he just uh, like or years ago just put the stick down and didn't play at all, like not even one game for five years, he would never lose the knowledge of he knows what he is supposed to do on the table. Yeah. But if you don't have that muscle physically trained on the table, your shots aren't your shots aren't going to look as sharp. Your (laughs) shots, but your shots aren't going to look as sharp. Yeah. Or, you know what I'm saying, that muscle is not going to be exercised. Like, you still have all the knowledge you had for the game well, and probably know how to utilize that.
1: If you hadn't played in a while, mm-hmm. your muscles are probably different from the muscles you played with. You've also yeah. lost your second, like your yeah. hand, whatever, like, secondary... Like, you still know your your how to go about it, but you... Muscle memory. Yeah. But, like, if, you, if your muscles are a little bit different, too, then it's still going to be weird. Even if it's just mm-hmm. a little different, I am assuming here that it's going to make it different, but, like... Yeah, you just got to get back in tune with that. But once you have the knowledge, it's helpful. You just have to, if you can get in tune with yourself, mm-hmm. I think you just pick up from where you left off and maybe go further. Well, actually, yeah. that's my hope now.
0: There's other times when time, I won't play a game for four months. And like maybe I was playing, say, I was playing a lot for a month or two. And then I won't play for four months or six months, like not even a game. And I'll get back on the table, first game back, like, I'll almost make every single ball, every shot. The first, maybe miss one, like, sometimes. Like, sometimes I'm away from it long enough to where, like, there's just absolutely no pressure getting back on the table. And it feels like I just know exactly what I'm doing Mm -hmm. when I get back on and start shooting again. Dude, I I missed it. Like, I went to
1: play (coughs) with a friend. So, I was like, oh, I want to play some more pool again. And I went to play with a friend, and, like, we got there a couple hours early. They closed an hour and a half early. So we were there for half an hour and they closed. That's like two or three, I think it was three games in nine ball. I was like, well, that wasn't enough for me. And uh, so I went back later that week, like on my own, and I stayed for like four hours. And then I went back the next day and stayed for like five hours. And then that's more of a cool session. That gives you time to actually get used to how you're playing again. I played snooker for the first time. Yeah. That was so much fun. I really like that game. It's cool, but like, it's I. Uh, it's so hard to make a ball. I just
0: looked like I wasn't gonna make anything. I felt like. I'd say you have to get better at pool though is putting away hours and hours and hours and hours day after day. Right. To, like it's a lot of things that are like muscle memory sort mm-hmm. of things. You have to just completely train your brain to be able to. Yeah, and then you gotta get good at the uh, the mind part and
1: not get flustered whenever you miss and stuff, and that's always been my biggest issue. And take your time
0: with shots and setting up shots and your English. Like, I have a temper, so it's,
1: it was, that was a really big issue for me when I was playing is I would, like, get mad at myself all the time, and I'm really quick to get down on myself anyways, so, like,
0: (laughs) Your anger just did no favors for you (laughs) back in the day. Well, that's what I'm saying. Even
1: (laughs) even if it wasn't anger, it would just be, like, it would be, like, depression, Because I'm just going to get down on myself. And, like, holy shit, that's such a hindrance. Like, you just can't. Mm -hmm. You're going to lose now because you're going to make yourself lose. And it's like, (laughs) all I got to do is keep hitting the balls, and, like, I'll probably start making them again. But, like, I'd just be like, I'm supposed to make that ball. And then I'd get so upset and, like, hit the stick on the table or hit it. Like, always explosive (laughs) like that. And and now I don't know if I'll be any better. And that bothers me because, like, not only do I not want to... Like, I just want to be respectful <laughs> to the people I'm playing with and shit. I don't want to just be so engrossed in my game that, like, and so pissed off at myself for not making a ball that I get mad at the other person for, like, playing okay. You're There's uh, certain give me guys... Another, like, I don't want to get mad for not having a chance to play it. Like, I don't want to deal with that shit anymore. Because that was something I remember doing. Yeah. And it was just... I would just get so down on myself. It's like... I don't really want to root against the person I'm playing, though that's probably almost automatically going to happen. <laughs> you, you but, get so oh yeah, mad when anything. you
0: lost, like in in league. When we yeah. play league, that <laughs> <laughs> one dude, you're like, we're fucking losing this guy. <laughs> I fucking. I just never play fucking I might again. remember that guy. I don't think I remember his name, but if I did remember was his, his name, name, I wouldn't say it. Not, <laughs> Not his last name. No, what was his first name? No, man,
1: because there was only, like, I do remember his first name, I think, but there was only, like, one or two of them.
0: He, anyway. he, well, he took forever to, like, line up the shot. Yeah, it was, yeah bro, <laughs> he's just like... And, like, now that doesn't bother me, though, like,
1: I take a long time. I'm just, like that's another thing I think it'll help me is I fucking don't have to be in such a hurry anymore yeah like take your time (laughs) make a shot don't like I I just get so amped and so ready to go and like you're just standing there standing around a table and you got to be smooth when you when you Mm. hit you don't really want to be in a hurry Mm. it's not ideal and like yeah, no, he would, you would almost. Ex- it was an excessive amount of time. For it was. Sure. <laughs> but, well, it was
0: before he shot, and you would yeah. always just think, like, we thought Every it time. too. A problem is, <laughs> you're refusing to blow earlier. Yeah, because really you'd easy be like, is he going to fucking think, yeah. shoot or not? Like, he would line it up and take forever between the shots. Yeah. Forever. Like, I mean, like, he would just. So, like, normally you see us do that. Like, we pull back, you know, we just think about what we're doing. But, like, his would go so long in lining up the shot. Like and then he'd kilometers. eventually make it a lot of the time. But you'd be like, dude, how the fuck... That fu- just meant that he was going to do it again. Yeah, again. how the fuck does it take <laughs> this long? And you would get so mad by the time you got to dude, shoot. And you would just butcher your, your Immediately shot. Miss and it back to him, yeah. doing his. thing. And you're like, right. if I fucking lose to this guy... <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah. No, I was. Uh, that was funny. Like, I was definitely trying to be funny some of the times there, but I yeah. definitely let my anger get into me. I mean, I still do all the time. I do not know how to control my anger entirely, hundred percent. Like, I, know, I I can do like I'm. I've learned to manage it in some ways for sure and be better about it, but it's like I'm always doing shit that just downright embarrassing. I feel like, and I'm like, I see it as it happens. Fucking stop! And I don't. Mm. <laughs> it's like later I'm like, how do I get myself to not do that next time? And it's difficult to do that in a way that's not just situational to that time.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, so yeah, I'm hoping to not deal with that shit when I play pool this <laughs> time. We'll see how that goes. But if I can learn to manage it, because it's it's so obvious when playing pool that it's just that is your problem. Like it's so clear that that is the thing that's keeping you from. Excelling or whatever. Not that it's not obvious in other ways, but it's like so. If I can learn to do it there, then maybe I will figure out how to do it in the other places in a way that's not just situational.
0: I like um, unlocked better. that memory just because I, I hadn't thought about that <laughs> yeah. in years, in years. But I was like, <laughs> <laughs> dude, I had a awesome lot of fun league, playing cool, playing league with you, and Corey though. <laughs> you, Corey, and John. And that was a good time. Like we too. got so amped to go some of those nights. But then, for a while, it would just get shot down because we would all lose so many games. Yeah, because we sucked. And then, like, I started trying (laughs) to get good, and I felt better, and then
1: I was still getting wrecked, and I was just like, not about
0: it. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. guys are all excited and just go get your ass beat. Yeah. Why did did you come? Oh, yeah.
1: So, the first tournament I played in, too, I was after I started, like, I took it a lot more seriously than you and Corey did at the time, and I started... I continued to play after the league. Mm-hmm. And um, <clears throat> you and me went to play in a tournament at one point. I think we were still playing league. And first round, we drew each other. And so, like, we had to play each other right off the get-go. So we had to kick one of the other ones out. Like, one of us was getting yeah. kicked out. And I shot the one of the balls in the wrong order, close to the end. And, like, I'm sure I made a number of other mistakes, but that was just, like... Not paying enough attention, so I'm never gonna forget shooting the wrong ball and then losing to Timothy in the first round of the first tournament. Yeah, the following year I came (laughs) back and won that tournament. Yeah, I think you did. Which was cool because I also came back the following year and won the next rank up for that. I
0: played only in like, and then there was a smaller one I played in, but I think I only played in like. I played in that one and maybe two or like a smaller one as well. I
1: played in quite a few, but like that one is you have like, I think it was like A through D rank, and Mm -hmm. you just play against your other rankings, and then like you can go higher like you after you if win, you your, win you win your, your division or yeah. yeah your flight that's what it was yeah. and then like like then the D and the C are going to play each other and then the winner of that's going to play the winner of the B and the A and like mm-hmm. you don't expect to win that one but like mm-hmm. you can get a little more money or whatever but you get so much money for winning your own flight and then like that was just I really liked it because it's everyone's playing within a given range like if the lower like D is just like the rest of the players. You got your A players, your B players, your C players, and then the D players are everyone else. It's like, everyone the lower-running it, players, but also the people who just enter. Like, they're not new and lower. But you all, like, I played for a while and then was still in the D rank. But, like, it was just, you You just, you play even against everyone, and that was great, I feel like. Because, like, I played in some other ones, and it's like, I was a lower-ranked player playing against a really good player, and, like, The way they tried to balance that is, like, games on the wire, so I gotta win three, they gotta win six.
2: Mm -hmm.
1: I don't win. (laughs) Like, it's it's not that helpful when you're playing a player that can just, like, break and run out all the time, and you can't at all, then it's like, what is two games on the wire, three games, or whatever, it's just not the same kind of tournament. And it's like you gotta do something like it's not it's not a terrible way to play that way the, the guys the better guys can still play once in a while but I always really enjoyed the the flight thing because it's like I'm I, it gives you the way it makes it's like it levels off just gives you a this is the boundary I have to shoot to be the top within mm-hmm. this group and it's like I know that I'm about ai was a C rank player the last time I played I know I'm a C rank player I thought I was the top like one of the top C rank players. There was a couple that like for sure could have gone either way, me or them. Maybe favored them a little bit even. But like when you're within the level it's like I just gotta play good enough and I can beat I can beat these people. And it's I don't know, it was it was almost more freeing because they're the people I feel like I'm I should be ranked against. And like that gives me a I wanna try my best because I feel like I'm supposed to play these guys even, and if I'm not, then I want to try, I, I if I try hard enough, maybe I can still win. Yeah. Maybe, and maybe I'll learn to be as good, you know, like, it's just, it's more, it's just closer to your own level. Mm. It's nice. Play, it's nice not getting straight stomped on, and it's nice not just
0: stomping on people. Like, yeah, it's fun to beat people, but it's also
2: if everybody not just
0: played everybody, line. it would be very hard for it not to end up being like the a the a players playing right. each other, like because they win Everyone all their games, like get knocked out, and the there'd one. be a ton of blowouts, like right. in general. Um, yeah, there's but some, I do like that because then you have a reasonable shot at winning your flight, winning some money. Uh, everybody within that the group.
1: the pool hall in the Armenia is playing is doing a New Year's. Uh, Tournament and it's like a fifty dollar buy-in and I was asking I was like so is it handicapped at all? Sure. He said they do handicapped the ones but that one's not. It's like there's no way I'm paying fifty dollars to just get run over by <laughs> like there might be some people I beat but I don't know people at this. I I've only played with a couple people. You just and gotta be seen the luck play of the
0: Think you got to face Yeah, room. but then
1: at some but if you keep winning yeah. at some point you got to face the best in there and like. I don't know how people down there play. I know a couple of them, and they both play better than me. Or Everyone I've seen, okay, not everyone I've seen, but the few that I've seen that are pool players like seem to play better than me. Um, so it's like, I, for, I should, for one, I need to get a stroke before I'm, I'm not paying, but I'm poor, so maybe that's a big part of the issue. $50 is a lot for a buy-in for me. It's like, i got to do some practicing if I'm going to start paying $50 to get
2: into tournaments. Yeah, I
0: mean, unless you think you have at least a little bit of a reasonable shot, there's no point in dropping right. 50 bucks. And without a know?
1: handicap, like, I haven't played in <laughs> seven years. Even on my best day, seven years ago, I'm, I'm not winning this, probably. So, funny, uh, uh, interesting story, though. I say funny, it's probably maybe a bad thing to say about it. anyways so all the different ways in which you can play pool or like grow up learning to play pool and stuff um there's quite a few really good players out of the philippines and they have like the way they play like the conditions they play in are, i think it's i've heard it's more humid and there's a lot more going on around you and like there's just they're super packed people are everywhere and like the tables roll slow because they're real humid and stuff and like some of the players that come out are just like top tier period like it's some were insane like one of the most famous pool players is Efren reyes and he's from there but i was listening to this dude named alex Pagiline. probably uh didn't do his last name justice but he was from there and he was they were like how did you get into pool and this it was a really interesting story he said his dad used to bet on it a lot and he told his dad that he could get really good at pool and he's like I could beat everyone in town or whatever. Like I just got he just gotta let me play. So he told some more story or whatever, but eventually he got into pool, he was like twelve. He got pretty good at pool. And then he said when he was thirteen he had ten cents in his pocket and he said it was three cents for the bus fare. And he was like I could either stay home or I could try to go like uh, go on the road That's what they call it you, when you go gamble random places and he was tired of playing the people around his house so he goes to gets a bus goes to a pool hall in one of the nearby towns watches people play for a while he sees the the man with the money betting on the people because there's always a dude watching and the hustler is burke they're watching they got the money and they're the one putting the money on the people Like, pool players might put money on themselves, but then also they might just have a backer who just likes to gamble, and they're like, play this game, I'll give you a cut of it. Um, And so he finds the guy, and he's like, hey, I'm pretty good for my age. He's like 13. I said that already. He's like, I'm pretty good for my age, people won't expect it. Take me to your, like, city and let me beat people. Like, back me and, you know. So he took him on the road for nine months, Dude never said anything to his parents. He His 13-year-old just, like, ditched. And his, his dad found him, like, nine months later. And then brought him home. And he was just, like, traveling. I don't know what country. Playing pool. I, ma- I imagine it's... The Philippines is south of us. I imagine it was somewhere down there. But I don't know exactly. But it's like, easy
0: outlaw sport, man. I just,
1: like, did not expect him to be like, yeah, my parents they like filed the missing persons or something <laughs> <laughs> just dip like 13 years old travels so, the yeah, country you know, with fuck this a room. random ass old guy that he sees in a bar mm-hmm. kind of I mean he was selective with it but like the 13 year old came up with this this dude's like one of the best pool players out there now phenomenal it's just insane though mm-hmm. like what a it's just such a removed world from what I'm used to dealing with and like the kind of pool I'm used to seeing is the pool you see in movies, yeah. kind of like the colors. <coughs> did a good, pretty decent representation of the kind of pool world, mm-hmm. at least that I feel like. Just tried to, people try to fabricate.
0: But yeah, I would 100 percent say pool underrated. <laughs> I agree. What do you think? Um, I feel like I don't know enough to give it a proper rating. So I would, pr- I'd say. Either fair or slightly underrated. because I feel like it's not, that's it's not like mainstream popular necessarily, mm-hmm. but I've always been around people in my life that have liked it. Mm-hmm. Like my uncle growing up, every like, ironically holiday party we had on my mom's side that we'd go do at his house. He had a pool table and they'd mm-hmm. always be playing down there. And then you guys, you know, have obviously been into it, so... I mean, I've seen it a lot, but I know that it's not, like, a common, super common thing, Mm -hmm. you know? It's been around for a long time, but it's not like it's dominating all the games, like, the people, you know what I'm saying, like, always play and shit, like, but... Some of those classic games, are like that, though. It might have an uptick again, one of these, you know, I mean, whether it's now or not, or if it's about to. I think somebody should release another pool movie, that'd be dope. Yeah, I think dope. So too. Uh, every I, I time I watch... Sure think it'll happen. Every time I watch those movies, I get the itch again and again. and again. Oh, dude, like, I've man. just been watching... I'm overdue movie. to watch both of them. I
1: know we were talking about watching the movies, but I've just been watching people play lately. Just, mm-hmm. like, what is really good pool look like kind of thing. And it's like... I'm watching them play, but I'm just like, I want to go to the pool hall right now. Why the mm-hmm. fuck am I even watching this? I just need to go play. Mm-hmm. Like, the whole time. But, like, it's not really always the same time that the place is open or I don't have the time to go do it, but I just, like, wanna play. It's just, I get it. I just start getting the itch as soon as I start watching or thinking about it. Oh, yeah. It and it just, like, takes over. And I'm like, I have other shit to do sometimes. <laughs>
0: what is your topic? Um, well, switch it to some holiday here. The other night, uh, me and my girlfriend went to Candy Cane Lane. If you guys ever heard of that, it's like just like a block where everybody decks their house out and shit. And you just kind of like walk through it. It's pretty neat. It just got me thinking of like all the light display shows like Anheuser Busch and the zoo and Botanical mm-hmm. Gardens and all that. Do you think like Christmas light displays, like not like household displays, but like you gotta buy a ticket to get in and look at the stuff. Is that overrated, underrated? Ooh. <laughs> Man,
1: I grew up. We would go to the um, Budweiser display every year. With like my uncle, we'd go check out all the lights, and I loved it. Yeah, I remember sitting in the back of his truck and just like staring at them all, eating some of the the Razzles candy. <laughs> I don't know why I remember eating those there, but I do. Um, and I, I just, dude, the lights were great every year, and I haven't really gone much since I'm older, but I fucking hate driving, <laughs> like, when you're, that's, like, essentially traffic, you're just supposed to be fucking looking at the lights around you, but you gotta drive.
0: Like, yeah, I. there's I some you to can go. get out, like, the zoo and the garden, you can walk around. Oh, Okay. With. Oh yeah, I haven't been to those. I would love to go, and I love
1: Christmas lights, but I fucking don't want to drive through those. Especially not want to pay to yeah. drive through them. And honestly, I prefer to be really stoned if I'm going through them. That'd be great. So like, yeah, I love them if I mm-hmm. have a driver.
0: If kind of like I don't want to go. Nice though, to because they really do up the displays a lot of times. Like it, mm-hmm. they, it is really neat to see, and really get you in the season, especially if you are like hearing or listening to some christmas music as you're going through it all yeah kind of ties everything together i bet but like (laughs) when we were walking through the block because there was a lot of people walking on those streets Mm -hmm. like on candy cane lane like a bunch of people walking but there was also like a line of cars going through and i'm like dude i can't imagine actually living in one of these houses it would be fucking obnoxious eventually this time of year yeah because like trying to get home from work and shit you'd be like jesus christ or like trying to walk your like I saw a guy just trying to walk his dog at night because he like lived you know right there or I whatever. I the dog was distracted by all the people. My sister's <laughs> yeah. dog would just be barking at people. That'd be miserable. But we like we're crossing the road at one point. You just talked about getting super stone, just made me think. And there were these people just jamming, have a holly jolly Christmas in their car, right? Oh yeah. And I just as soon as they like came, they were like rolling by pretty slow. They had some tinted windows. Just smelt reef strong as fuck when they came through. I'm like, you guys having a good time in there. They're having an holly jolly one.
1: That's definitely the way to go, I feel like. Just for looking at Christmas lights, like, uh uh-huh. listening to some Christmas music for the joint, that's such vibe. I feel like hot cocoa with it, maybe. <laughs> maybe just some coffee, but it's late, so probably
0: just hot cocoa. Maybe some kappa? I can, <laughs> I, can have, <laughs> I can have coffee decently late on a work night. I, it doesn't really bother me that bad. I really. try not to, just because then it's effective
1: in the morning, I think. Yeah. I don't know if it's... It's definitely effective sometimes. So. If it's
0: not a massive amount, like caffeine, I'll, like, I can just go right the fuck to sleep. Unless it's, like, a lot. Like, that's just... Our bodies are so acclimated to it mm-hmm. at this point. If it's, like, 100 milligrams or less, it's not going to do shit. Like, it'll, I'll go to sleep more than I'll stay up from it. I don't count the milligrams. I just throw, like, too It's, like, it's, I mean, honestly, <laughs> it's not even really hot coffee. It's, like, if I, if I drink one of those cold brews, that'll do more to me than probably drinking a hot coffee that's just, like, standard, like, at night. Yeah. Like, a cup of it is or whatever. Cause drink it faster. Yeah, because a, a hot drink in itself at night is a little bit relaxing yeah it's kind of like ah.
1: yeah but like I drink when my coffee starts to cool down I'll just drink it really fast
0: that's how I and I then that,
1: that wakes me up it doesn't like yeah. sipping on coffee eh, but like I'll chug coffee once it hits a point yeah and then I'm like we're doing this now I'm just getting shit done and like so is it maybe like cause if I have an iced coffee I don't have to wait for that I'm just like
0: cool, 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 cool. yeah and it's doing it's job yeah <laughs> See, hot coffee, I like. I enjoy to sip a coffee if I got the time to do it. Mm-hmm. I like to, you know... I do like sip some, some hot coffee. But, like, my thing is that once it starts to cool down, I don't want it to get cold. So, that's why I drink it fast as fuck. I'm like, oh, it's starting to oh, get yeah. cool now. Like, I gotta fucking down this shit.
1: Dude, I always
0: like drinking,
1: like, sipping coffee on the porch with my grandma and stuff. But, like... Now that I don't live with her anymore, I don't really drink her coffee anymore. I fucking hate her coffee. It's just not, it's like Folgers, but it's just not good.
0: (laughs) I don't mind a Folgers or a mid-cafe. You don't like like Folgers coffee? I think hers
1: is Maxwell house actually now. But I don't really like Folgers that much either, but I... I don't know, it's just, it's never. When I drink (laughs) Folgers, I I just like... yeah. I don't want to talk shit on her coffee, <laughs> but, like, I don't want don't to... Don't act like it's flavor
0: so to something else's fucking... It's <laughs> to us, but, uh, it really kind of is, though. Flavor-Aid to Kool-Aid, man. It's just not as good as other coffee. So <laughs> yeah, Maxwell House, I don't... I always go with, like, Folgers, <laughs> Dunkin', or mid if I'm buying, like, the bags of it, or the tubs mm-hmm. of it. I want th- to say it's, like, Churchill or <laughs> something I don't know the brand that
1: I get is I think sourced out of Springfield it's just buy it from the price dropper. and all. it's always really good but I get like the hazelnut <laughs> flavored coffee a lot and it smells so
0: good <laughs> dude <laughs> Starbucks coffee even a rip off in the store the bags of Starbucks yeah. coffee are like five dollars more yeah. than all the other shit yeah whack you're paying for brand. Starbucks is a hand the Folgers ones, you at least get, like, a shitload of coffee in there. Like, oh, you get yeah. a lot of scoops. Like, you can load that on the rug, like, up with, with uh, freaking, like, spoons full of coffee. Like, I'll put a lot in there and make, like, a, either I'll put a plenty of scoops in there and make a really strong, like, smaller pot of coffee, or you can make just a large pot and just have several. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, and you still have, like, a huge-ass tub. And some of those tubs are only, like, 10 bucks or less. Dude, I had a... Yeah, it's affordable. Folders is definitely affordable. I had, I think, a
1: latte whenever we went to the rooster breakfast place I was talking about earlier. It was so good. It was like, the froth was just perfect. The Like, the whole thing was so delicious. And, like, she thought they didn't make them. Like, our waitress thought they didn't make them. So we got a second one for free. I was like, hell yeah, because they were expensive as shit. <laughs> but they were just like, oh, man, they were perfect for the breakfast which is great like after you go to a concert having a terrific breakfast the
0: next morning it's always yeah. so good it's also always mixed with a joint which is nice <laughs> what was yours it was Christmas light Christmas displays Christmas light displays yeah. <laughs> yeah I was wondering how we got I'm gonna say fair quick. because I'm not opposed to these days even going to see Christmas lights and whatnot. Uh, it's been a quite a while since I have uh, it's, only, I been have a, it's it. only been a few years I think I went with my dad, stepmom, and my little sister Riley a few years ago um, but the last 10 years, I really have not gone that many times, but like you were talking about, I went like a lot when I was probably between like the ages of like three or so to at least 11 or 12. Like I went a lot during that period of time in my life. And like I always, you always got like a warm and fuzzy feeling as you knew that Christmas was coming either way and maybe you had a hot cocoa or cappuccino or something else. Um... So it was really good about setting the vibe of the season and everything, and you know everything built towards that day, those days, uh, really, like Christmas Mm -hmm. Eve, Christmas Day, the whole thing coming together. But I would say fair. I mean, I don't, I don't necessarily think it's because people still talk and actively go see Christmas lights all the time. But I don't, I don't think it's overrated either.
1: I would also say fair. So I don't get out to see them much anymore, Um, but. They were a huge part of my childhood, I feel like. like mm-hmm. I remember back when I just, like, loved that shit. So, like, I guess it's nice that it still exists for people to
2: mm-hmm. enjoy yes, that. Yeah.
0: I, just I still like going, like... I feel like now, too, that, uh, you know, I have a significant other and stuff, it's kind of a way to get into the season with people around mm-hmm. you like that. Like, because growing up, too, yeah, going with my family all the time, like... I, I like, remember the light displays, but I don't remember even where any of them were so i guess in a way that says that it was a pretty memorable experience because i don't like remember the place but i do remember the lights the, the zone, scenery so, you know? the the way you felt you know yeah. going yeah is it up to me yep all righty well let's uh, continue on here i think i'm gonna go if we had time well uh, i'm gonna go with this other one So, obviously, like, online shopping is huge these days, and, like, this has been on my mind just because everybody's been Christmas shopping and shit like that. It's easier to order stuff on Amazon or, like, the websites and shit like that, but as far as even regular shop, like, regular shopping or, I guess, during the season whenever you're shopping for people or yourself or whatever, um, what do you guys think of in-store shopping? Because for certain things, obviously, like, you know, you might need to try on pants, you might need to try on shoes. Alternative, Alternatively to that, it's really nice to be able to online shop and not have to go out and seek things. You can just order stuff straight to your house. You can, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Or is it, you know, like, of course, certain situations you're like, okay, I'm going to pick up my fruits and vegetables and my fucking, my food or whatever. But in other scenarios, I can see why... Online shopping is the easiest, most convenient, helpful thing in the world because you're not also going to find all those things in the store that you're going to find. Like You could order something from eBay that you'll never see in a store and get it shipped to your house. You know what I mean? Man. Um, but it isn't about online shopping. Mine's on in-store shopping, especially these days. No. Do you think it's overrated, underrated, or fair? Well, I, I haven't bought... A single Christmas gift not online this year. Every one of the gifts I bought for people have been ones that have been shipped to me or I'm shipping to people, which that makes it way more convenient too if yeah. you're going to, if there's somebody out of state or something you're buying a present for, you can just send it you to You don't them. have to mail it to them. You yeah. can just get it shipped to their address. Like, And the only thing I do in-store nowadays is grocery shop. Because I'm not going to order my fucking groceries online. I mean, I know that there's people that do, you know, drive up and curbside pickup and shit like that where they don't get out of their car if the people just bring a card out to them. But that stuff sucks because half the time they don't have half the fucking items. I mean, you still stop shop for, like, clothes and stuff, too. Yeah. I mean, sometimes, though, I mean, I get, I get like, shoes and shirts and stuff off online and stuff now, too, so... Mm-hmm. It really is grocery shopping for the most part, and even that I fucking hate. And even that you can get delivered if you know what you want. Yeah, if they have it, or they'll try to bullshit you and be like, "Oh, we're out of this," and you don't get half the fucking shit. And you're like, you know that they have it.
1: (laughs) Dude, I hate shopping in the store. Grocery shopping sucks. Like, <laughs> yeah. like, I'm socially anxious, but, like, when I go to Walmart or something, the way that plays out is I'm over-courteous to people, and people just, like, step directly in front of me, or on me, or they just kind of, like, get out of my way, but Just caught am already you making a wide step to get out of their way, like, and I just get, f- like, more and more agitated by human existence when I'm in there, and I'm... Also, I don't really love the internet shopping thing for very, I just feel like it's fucking wasteful in a lot of ways, and like, so, for a while I was super socially anxious, now it's like I just get annoyed when I go there and stuff, but for a while I was just really anxious about going in public Uh, a couple years ago, and before my sister lived with me, and I was like, I go shopping like once every two months or something ridiculous, and I would do it all online, like I would do the online shopping for Walmart pickup thing. And i get so pissed every time I did it. Because I'd go... I'd do that. You might get something broken or whatever. But, like, every single item... Except maybe once in a while, you would get two items. Wearing a bag of their own. And i get home and there was just so many bags. And, I was, and it's like... I could prevent this waste if I would just go in and do it. But, like... I fucking hate shopping. And I hate dealing with people. And it me out a lot. But, like, just... I would get so aggravated every time that it was just one item in a bag. It's so fucking wasteful. You put oh, all this yeah. together. Why would you not fucking do this? And I think it's probably like one of their rules or whatever, but it's like I get pretty aggravated at some of the wasteful habits we do for convenience or for it's all those currency things. or whatever it is. It's like, or packaging. Sometimes it's like you don't need mm-hmm. to have that elaborate of a fucking packaging because sometimes it's just made for presentation or like it's mm. just dude like I, I've had a problem buying Pokemon cards here and there and the packaging for that shit it's like why is this all here there's <laughs> they probably so don't. much plastic that's just you're, I'm just mm-hmm. recycling now and like hopefully that makes it to the right place yeah that's that's all you <laughs> hope it's like it's just, it's just pointless to you molded this shit just to do this
0: Leave it out. You'd be saving money. Why the fuck do you need it to be presented in they this They just wanted shape? to look. <clears throat> they want it to be right up there at the front of the package. Got they gotta hold it in yeah, place dude, with the plastic. And I fucking buy that shit and support them sometimes. And it's like... I mean, I do hurts too. It me and my core. Things like that. Anything, like... Cheat most fuckers. packaging is excessive, though. Yeah. You know, so it's yeah, like... Know. You can't really avoid that. It's just... I know, it's just annoying. It's like... But one
1: bag per fucking item makes one more pickup. Yeah, dude, I that used to
0: work. I know that's how we Target, like drive up, and they never did that shit. We we would bag. I mean, some people bag shit like fucking. It depends idiots. on how people bag. Yeah, how people I put these stuff in the, the way the OPUs. people bag shit sometimes in OPUs. I'm and like, still, why yeah. the fuck would you put? A dozen eggs with a gallon of milk. Who the fuck does that, man? You're yeah. breaking all the eggs. You don't put anything. No, I them. gotta go look. Yeah, like, you really. Like, you don't put anything with eggs. You in really are. you really don't. Shirts, or, no, yeah, you don't put anything with uh, those eggs. Those are acceptable, but
1: it's like with the milk. Why the fuck are you putting it in a bag? I think <laughs> another reason
0: they put it in separate bags, and I'm not, and I understand your point, but I think another reason is because then, depending on how particular you are as a human being, like is whoever. Maybe not everybody would be the same level, but like, I can't believe they fucking smashed my shit. So they don't want the constant complaints, the constant asking for refunds. the constant, So they're just like, let's just separate all of it so that shit's not smashing each other, so that the chips don't, you know. Because if stuff starts getting smashed, like their products that they ordered, they're going to have a million you know, complaints, requests for refunds. They're going to have to... They're going to have to make it up to you somehow, and I feel like they try to avoid that, so they're just probably telling a lot of their workers. I don't even know this for a fact, but I would assume, I would guess, that they would probably tell a lot of them to just bag it separately so that they don't have everything getting smashed and just fucking pulverized. Yeah. So, like, that definitely makes
1: a lot of sense, and I would not be surprised if that's your reasoning. I fucking hate that we do
0: shit like that I'm it. not yeah so I'm not saying it's like, even but I'm like, I'm gonna look at
1: this one problem and I'm gonna avoid this one problem without like think, like caring about other factors you know
0: what Walmart could fucking do to make up for that though is even in the difference between Walmart and Target the Walmart bags are bullshit because no, they're exactly. so thin and fucking they're, they're it's you can like the Target bags are at least thick where, like, you can put several things in there. Mm-hmm. The Walmart bags are so flimsy and, like, yeah. thin plastic. You put, like, three cans in there, and you're like... Oh, oh yeah, God. it's already, like, falling through. <laughs> so it's just, like, you almost don't want to put too much in <coughs> those Walmart bags. You have to double bag, and then, then you're fucking even being more wasteful sometimes. Yeah, and it's really, like, either make the stronger bags, and you can put stuff in there. Like, I don't know. I don't know. It doesn't even necessarily mean you got to make it, like... Put more plastic into it. I don't know how exactly it all works, but, like, the Walmart bags in comparison are so rough, and the Schnucks ones are just as bad. I pretty much just have Walmart. I mean, there's price choppers. But, but, but I don't have, like, these fancy Dearburgs and and stuff. Dude, you want to hear about Wasteful? Well, this just randomly popped up in my mind because I was thinking about Target drive-up. We used I'm to have this customer, this older guy and he if he saw it was anybody it was like we had so many people that would bring his order out to him and if he saw that you touched an item it could be a frozen chicken patties in a bag if you touched an item that was in one of his bags and he saw you do it he would request you to take it back in and get him a new one what is the difference how did he think it got like, back in? And it's like, that's what we always <laughs> said. We're like, they that's had to touch I mean. it to put it in the fucking bag, <laughs> man. How's
1: it, how's it get in the bag? Yeah. <laughs> uh, He'd no be
0: like, oh, I, I would like it. And then what we have to do is we bring that back in. And since it was a food item that was taken off the shelf, now it's got to be trashed. Because we can't fucking reshelve half the shit. Especially the frozen shit.
1: You're telling me you never brought that back in and then walked it back out to him? You always replaced it?
0: I mean, yeah. For the most part, they would be like, "Oh, well, <laughs> you got to replace it," and I wasn't about to be the so, one to get in trouble over some dumb shit. Just like, to be that. clear though, you said for the most part. So yeah, never <laughs> did, or you did. Like, is this the court of law? He's trying to out I'm you on areas <laughs> because that guy, man, he's listening. All right, all right, I'll stop. He's, listen- well, he's listening. That guy's listening. He well, tuned in. He knows who the fuck he is, man. He uh, <laughs> he put some gloves on. He fucking got on his shit. He was the he was the dude that would wear a mask in his car by himself too. He was that yeah. guy. Oh he probably... did he actually do that? I'm sure he Yeah, did. he really did. Yeah. Oh yeah. Well he doesn't know what the fuck he's <laughs> talking about then. Well clearly he made us run a fucking frozen bag. <laughs> well of well I don't know about bag. that. That's that are packaged in your <laughs> and you're not actually touching the food. You should have put that in with bleach or something. <laughs> Package so, the food with chemicals. <laughs> I, I <laughs> the biggest no-no to I, <laughs> I hate the experience
1: of in-store shopping, but I also feel conflicted about purchasing shit online all the time. I do it out of convenience. Like, all my Christmas presents have been bought online. Almost all of them. It's
0: some way online, easier to do with, the like, store. most it, of my It's so much have easier been. to find that kind of shit online. Might have, some of it might have been pickups, though, too. But... Yeah, I don't know.
1: Is it? shopping, yeah, I, I guess. I don't know so about like, ordering food. We've ordered chip from Sam's Club, I guess. So I don't know. It's. I, I don't know if it's the better method or not. Everything gets shipped there somehow, but at the same time, like, so I tend to just think of in terms of wasted, like, waste. How much are, are we wasting in this process versus the other one? Energy wise, or. Material-wise, or whatever it is, like they're probably wasting a shit ton of money in some way, and then they, and then you get back money by charging extra in another way or <laughs> elsewhere. But it's like, why are you wasting so much shit? Just clean up your act. But at the same time, who the fuck am I to judge? I can't own a business, <laughs> but yeah, not trying. So. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, I don't, I don't actually, I don't know how that balances <laughs> out, but I feel conflicted <laughs> by. I feel compli- conflicted by it a lot online, uh, but at the same time, I buy from Walmart, and that's the same. That's that's a pretty. What the fuck's the difference, man? It, it, it's just as much of an ethical. They the need product. better bags, you so know. I'm just, right, might
0: <laughs> help a little bit. But I mean, here's the thing. They're using probably just as much plastic as Target with their yeah. plastic bags because well, Target's bags are thicker. And Walmart does more business than yeah, but too. Walmart they have probably double the bags because their bags are fucking twice as thin. Yeah. so it's just it <laughs> oh, even's yeah. out on both sides of the spectrum. Oh, yeah.
1: So I mentioned I live with my sister. Since she moved in, she does all the shopping. So we get food at a regular time. So I'm not like. Going down to my last, like, I guess I'm gonna fucking eat that now since this was the left kind of
0: thing. We pretty much always have I food. Hate <laughs> <it>. <laughs> You're like. And she cooks, like, and so it's like. Not going in the store? Fuck that. He's like, I'm <laughs> not, going to, I'm dude, not I gonna do online shopping. Especially if I'm busy,
1: though. It's like, in the fuck do I have time? I don't even know what I want.
0: <laughs> fuck it. Dude, I I'm just dread- going to out or whatever. grocery shopping. So dude, and it also, it's like, it just. I fucking, it feels like it takes longer, too, because all those bastards are in there, and you gotta maneuver your way around them, and, like, haven't worked in a store, too. Like, I try to get around everybody. It's just quickly as fucking possible. So, like, I'm like, I'm not dealing with this shit. So, I don't know, I mean. So what would you say, Cheatham? Overrated?
1: Shopping in the store? Stuff yeah. There. I don't okay. I don't know how to actually come to a this, Yeah, I don't know like, how way that I think about I don't
0: know. You can't like I guess you can avoid it you really, can. but like nowadays it's not going to be as It's not gonna go sure. away entirely because people will always prefer to at least even if you did away with everything else, people will, there will always be people and I'm not blaming them for this at all. Uh, because I'm one of them to a certain degree, will at least always want to, in person, get their groceries and their food, and in person try on the clothes they're going to buy. At the very least... I always do that. Even if everything else, you're like, okay, I'm cool with people grabbing my chemicals, my household decor and stuff, my gifts, my fucking... You know what I'm saying? Like, all the other stuff. In order for stuff to fit you the way you want and and stuff like that clothes-wise... Now I know that there's they've tried to make up for it with the digital try-on stuff. You know what I mean, and to a degree that even works because it kind of works out. You can kind you can even see the way products, what size they're gonna be. If you you know like oh how's this, how this TV is gonna look in your living room? It'll put a TV yeah. out there and it'll show you how much room it's gonna take up. And it's like damn, like they do a pretty good job at trying to make up for even that stuff. But there's always going to be people that want to handpick their own groceries and try on all their clothes. So, like, at the very least, the clothes and the groceries and stuff like that, I feel like that's going to survive, yeah. even if you have somebody pick out your chemicals, your decor, your fucking, uh, your pet food, the this and that, the, you know, all your other shit. I can try
1: on my own clothes and still get the wrong fucking size. Yeah. That's ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Yeah, Yeah, that's... Every time. Who would know, you know, who would know better? That's (laughs) That's the problem. I would say probably for in-store shopping, though, like, fair. I don't like, like, grocery store shopping. I hate it. But at the same time, there's a lot of, like, stores that aren't grocery stores that are kind of neat, and I don't necessarily want to go away Mm -hmm. from... Just online stuff, you know? I mean, it's like... It's a double-edged sword, because online shopping's way more convenient. But you also don't want anybody's personal business to die. You know what I mean? So it's Mm -hmm. like... Well, aside even from that aspect, the empathetic aspect of that, like, don't you... Is there some part of in-store shopping that you enjoy that you're preferable to, to all of it being online? Staring at the video games. I mean, Besides, yeah, <laughs> I enjoy looking at things in the store, like things that I like. Like I can see them up close, but mm. it's.
1: I would rather pick my stuff out in person than online because I don't trust it online. Honestly, I just do
0: that a lot. <laughs> mm. Well, and fear. the fact that there's just so much you're gonna find online that like it would take forever to be like if you had to shop. You used to have to go to seven stores to see if they had it, and it's so funny. Some people, this is the first store I've been to. It's just like. If you were smart, you could look online and you could avoid a whole-ass trip to going from all these fucking places. True. Yeah, like those old uh, Christmas movies and stuff in like the 80s 90s. They're like, I've been to seven stores looking yeah. for this toy. Yeah. Yeah. So I have it like,
2: <laughs>
1: then you go to stores and they're like, I'm sorry. I know it says we have it online, but it was just... Mm-hmm
0: inventory issue or... yeah, You could call, like, though, too, and, and have them look. And like, bullshit, I know it's in the back. Yeah. It's, it's gotta it be says it, You know, that's what kills me. Oh, that's another thing I wanted to bring up, which is why I brought this up, because it's entertaining, too, this subject. I feel like it's... The other aspect is, like, Whenever people show up there and they're certain, they're just fucking certain that you have it. They're like, "No, no, online. They said you have it." It's just like I don't give a fuck what it said. Inventory's off. We don't have it. Yeah. Or like the other thing, <laughs> the other thing that kills me is like when when they're like, you know, they're like, "Oh, do you have this?" Or like if it's like a Mickey Mouse toy or like some some other bullshit, just say, and they're like. And, like, you you see them working in Target or, like, even Cheatham just working somewhere, I'm sure. Like, when they're like, whoa, 54 99 fuck. They're like, I can get the same thing on Amazon for $28. It's like, man, this isn't my personal store. Yeah. I don't give a fuck if you would rather go on Amazon and order it. I've always thought that. Like, the fact that they're like, cool, and they, like, they give you the freak-out reaction that they could find it much cheaper somewhere else. It's just like, okay, but this isn't my prestigious, personal, small business right. store. I'm not offended and not hurt by you would rather go on Amazon than come here. Nobody asked you to show up and do it here. <laughs> you know, like, it like, oh, your behavior here is supposed to
1: be like, uh, oh, I'm sorry to hear that. Or go yeah, check yeah. out the whatever. Like, so when I was at Lowe's, I remember a similar situation. We had some sale and some lady came in after the... The sale, that, well, I think the sale was still going on, but it was, like, a while supplies last hmm
2: She's
1: like, well, they don't have any of the stuff. <coughs> so, can I was trying to come back in next week and get it? I was like, no. She's like, well, it's on sale now, and you don't have it. And she's like, well, what if I, like, what am I supposed to do about that? Or, I'm like, I, I, I don't know what to tell you, lady, because, like, the truth of it is, they just put it on sale to get you to come into the store they don't give a fuck about if you buy this item this is the sale item they want you buying the other shit because you're here this is just to bring people in the store what part do you think like why do you think that this corporation actually cares about whether or not you get mulch for cheaper yeah and there's a reason why it says while supplies last right like they're just doing it because they're like we can afford to get rid of this much because we'll probably make this much money off of profits from other things it's like what like that's the world we're living in, unfortunately. That's the value like, of advertising. You shouldn't. Oh, yeah. yeah, I don't. I don't know. Because it, they can just rope like you when in you're, when you're when you're like throwing it at the worker. It's just, what do you actually think they're gonna do? And I, not that I don't have the same problem. Like I was bitching at a worker, like some some poor lady that works for fucking State Farm the other day. Cause I was like, because I raised my insurance randomly. Like what do oh, you they, mean? It's they hear six, it all day. It's a sure. six-month fucking agreement, and you're raising it within the six. Like I agreed to pay like two eleven or whatever, and like you're raising it from thirty to fifty. The thirty was a split of the two eleven. It's not like it was just thirty dollars a month for six months. It was a thirty whatever dollars because that's it's like thirty five if you split two eleven by six months or something. And like, where does the extra fifty come from? Now I'm paying three hundred. You mean? Or whatever. Like, I agreed to pay 211 for six months, not three, whatever. And it's like, and the lady's like, yeah, I'm sorry. That's just like, welcome to, to the club or whatever. I was like, oh, you think I'm just now realizing this is how the world works? And <laughs> Welcome to the club. Like, I think I haven't been part of this club the entire time. I've been a fucking adult because this is what the world's been like for a while now, especially lately. Like, fuck out of here with that. I was so mad I was like I wanna like probably still the cheapest insurance I can get right now and it's like I don't want to fucking give you my, guys my money just cause you finally fucked me to my face like you know what <laughs> yeah. I mean it's like yeah. now I want to withdraw my money go pay more money for another company that's gonna do the same fucking thing six months down the line and now I have to make this decision do I swallow my pride here or not because like I'm just gonna get fucked like they're both shitty they're both that's shitty idiot. people big time
0: corporation that's like 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 we just talked about with phones with wi-fi with insurance anything where they can like kind of run the freaking game on you a little bit and then when you like catch them (laughs) doing it or you're like bro how the fuck are you gonna up like what i was paying for a year i'm paying like triple the next year how the fuck does that even add up and then they're just like you know that they're doing it and it does just it gets you with such a rage that you're like, just on principle, I want to fucking leave you guys. Right. They're like, <laughs> and give my business to somebody else who's going to fuck me, too. And then all of a sudden, what's crazy is they're like, whoa, whoa, well, we can get you down to forty four ninety nine. It's just like, now? Yeah. Why? Because I was going to leave and was I just, was going to fucking quit this dude. shenanigan? Dude, I had... <laughs> so when I first moved to Rolla, I had like
1: two months to get internet established or may- maybe a few I think it was a few weeks to get internet it was, it was like two weeks left by the time I got a job and stuff and I had started with, I don't remember what fucking company, CenturyLink I don't know if you guys have heard of that but there's an internet company and they sent me the shit and they're like, yeah, it's gonna take two weeks and so may- I got it right before school, like a week before or something and the shit came in the mail finally, I hooked it all up you plug the box and like, the, the, the little box that plugs into the wall for the, just the charger. You don't actually have to have the modem or whatever plugged in. You, just the wall charger. And it just, like, started buzzing. Like, a zzzz noise. The whole time it was plugged in. And I was like, I don't fucking think I want that. Like, I don't feel like that's a good sound to be coming from my fucking electrical equipment, right? <laughs> and so I call them, and I'm trying to get this box. And school starts. It was, like, right when school started. It wasn't a week. Because I remember calling them a couple times one night. I didn't get anywhere. I called them the next morning. And I was like, I've talked to like four people at this point. I'm just trying to get a replacement. Like, you guys just sent me this this week. I'm just trying to get a replacement charger for it. Because the charge, like, it's defective or whatever. Like, you'd think they'd send you a new one, right? And then finally they just hung up on me. (laughs) They're like, beep. I was like, okay. So I called again. (laughs) Maybe they did that in the evening. I don't remember. I I remember having to call them before. I went to class one day because I had class like 9 in the morning. And I had to call them at like 8 when they opened. And I I was like, yeah, I just want to cancel. And they were like, oh, what's the problem? So I explained to them the problem again. This is like the fifth person I talked to explaining the same problem to them again. I was like, and the last time you guys just hung up on me. All I needed was a charger. Oh, well, I can get that charger to you. Like, I don't want it now. Like, <laughs> you didn't want to... Like, nobody at that company wanted to work for me. I just now started being your customer. Nobody wanted to work with me until I said, I'm canceling. Yeah. The moment I said I'm canceling, you're like, I can take care of that.
2: hmm
1: It's a fucking charger. It's not a hard thing to take care of. Because this thing has to be plugged into the wall. It's not even a charger. It's a power cord, technically. But... D- nobody wanted to do anything until I was like, I'm going to remove my business. That's, okay. it, I that's how they I absolutely will not continue to do business with you because what? W- this is what I am now expecting for the rest of the time. I'm just going to have to mm-hmm. call and threaten you guys every time. Get the fuck yeah, out oh yeah. Here. I don't want it anymore.
0: And so then, I like, the other
1: place up. hooked me up in like a day or two. Everybody always somewhere. wants to save <laughs> it once it's too late. And, once yeah.
0: and by that point, I hate to say it, like I know it's my own and mm-hmm. I'm sure you guys can say the same thing even though we all handle it differently mm-hmm. too. But at the same time, I know you get what I mean. But like, by the time you've already made your decision and you're over it, anyways, you're just like, no. Like I'm holding on to my pride. Fuck you guys. You already made your decision. I'm out. Yep. It's over. I don't <laughs> give a fuck. Well, that point, I am hanging on. You can say whatever the fuck yeah. you want. You're paying <laughs> me for ten dollars a month. I'm fucking leaving. <laughs> I am hanging on my principle, and I don't care. Oh, definitely. Sometimes I just get too caught up on that, like the pride part. But like in this
1: situation, it's like. Why would I want to continue to do business with no, you? No, showed me you're not going to be you're not you're not going to do business with me. You're, you're not going to hold up there until I say I can't take
0: this, and then you're like, "Well, we can help." We They're work supposed with to do know. whatever they can to hang <laughs> on to you as a customer. Yeah. but it's just like, but it's like it shouldn't take this there's, for you to act like you give a shit. You sign
1: up in a matter of minutes and then, or seconds, and then there's like six. Are you sure you want to cancel
0: subscription yeah. button? If that, like, come on. and then they try for the three, three more times. So. Did you guys say on in store shopping? Yeah, yeah I just said fair because like I okay. no no was problem. too many angles. I don't even know. There are a lot of angles, and it depends on the products <laughs> I too. Hate because it, some so of them, it works much better to do online. But then there's there's some that's shopping hard. But I knew we'd probably get a good discussion out of that. Uh, I think you're next. Um. So like, Christmas or not,
1: holiday scents like candles and shit. I was like, thinking about doing. I always programs, so. every holiday. Or or different season, I guess I try to change up the candles, and they usually follow like similar pattern. Or like you you I do pine needles,
0: kind of Christmas ones you said,
1: or just seasons or or holidays, kind of like, like I set the mood with candles a lot. I feel like just because they smell so good, they add especially for holidays because they add like to one of your senses. Otherwise, you don't have that part, like. smell otherwise like i mean you smell cookies sometimes when they cook and stuff but like mm-hmm. it was probably candles and various whatever scent stuff my parents bought when i was younger that mm-hmm. the christmas scents that i remember and now it's like i do it with candles a lot um
0: sets the time, aroma for the it rain. really
1: does fall time i start getting some pumpkin-y candles and shit and then yeah. like sets the halloween helps set up the halloween season and and then it takes you back almost quicker than anything else yeah yeah, then like Christmas time hits and it's like, I go for like an apple pie kind of scented thing, or I could do Spruce, favorite, I think, yeah, pine by Yeah, pine yeah. tree.
0: Yeah. It and is like really good wintery scents.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: I would actually, I'd probably say underrated because I feel like most people have them and use them, you know, around... Throughout the seasons, like, you know, you buy the different... uh, Most households will have a candle that they change throughout the seasons. But it's not really talked about or discussed for the most part. Or if it is, it's a very passing statement. Like, oh, yeah, it smells good. What is that? Mm. You know? It's not like when you have family over, they're, like, discussing, oh, wow. Well, yeah, but maybe that would be
1: different if I would get fancier candles, too. Like, if I got the fancy ones and... People walk in they might be like, oh, what is this? Instead of like, oh, I love that candle because
0: I also buy the $3 ones at Walmart. Yeah, But I mean, even a Yankee candle, it's not going to turn heads, you
1: know. Yeah, I like the, um, I like the tall, thin ones. They're cheap. They're the, I mean, it's like the same stuff that you can get like $3 candles for. They're probably not $3 anymore. My sister's been shopping for (laughs) for a while. But, uh. Those you get like the three dollar ones. They would have three wicks yeah. in them, and or you get the tall, thinner one with one wick in the middle, and it has a fucking lid on it, mm. and like it burns so much longer because it's just one wick.
0: The only problem with that one is I felt like the sides would just hold all the wax. You can, like I would have you know, to like scrape the wax down with the candle. That was more of a pain I in the ass. I never. Maybe it holds on to some of it, and I just let let it hold on to it. <laughs> yeah, but I would probably say underrated too because ah, uh, see, I was leaning between maybe maybe and uh maybe slightly underrated because I think people buy candles in a large part according to the season, but I, I know that there's a lot of people that just will buy what they which is I mean, there's nothing wrong with either way. I mean, it's not my money; it's your purchasing mm-hmm. your own shit. But there are there's probably a lot of people that don't really mind the seasonal fact, and they're just gonna buy whatever stuff that they want. And since there's this seasonal like candles, I think it duh, it's seasonal candles, right? Or scents, you say? Yeah,
1: well, like holiday, yeah, smells and stuff. Because like, I think that's tremendously
0: like... important for setting the because the decor will do one thing, but the but the I feel like just as big of a thing a scent will always kind of bring you back or put you in it is Because you can surround yourself with whatever, but, like, the scents really kind of bring it to life But right. at the same I time. I should lock in candles, you know I mean?
1: guess. I think that's what Elijah answered for, and that's but really what I was thinking. I would
0: probably say yeah. slightly underrated I, Yeah, was what I would say. Because I think people recognize that, too. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I don't know
1: if, like, because I, I, I guess I should have made it more clear, but I think, like, I would say scents themselves are probably pretty fair. because yeah, most I was going to say, I, I don't know yeah, why I
0: immediately turned to candles, because, like, well, I mean, i candles, candles, candles and wax all the I mentioned candles right after I said it. I said, like, mm-hmm. candles and stuff. Yeah.
1: And so I was actually thinking candles. Candles, so, candles like, are classic as well When fuck. thinking candles, I think they're a little underrated, because, like, to me, Candles like, are candle, definitely Like, underrated. the smell of a candle is such, like, it's a much more clean smell than a lot of the other scent, scented things, mm-hmm. like, I mean, like I. A lot of people are really big on incense and stuff, and probably not during. Incense is good. Uh, too many holiday. I. I feel like there's some Christmas incense stuff. I just never. I like, like candles. Like, I most. just the smoky stuff is too much for me sometimes. And the so wax melts. Been,
0: sorry. I, no, I was gonna like say that, was, the just the wax melts I like too, but like. I always feel like it first; it burns and you smell it, but then, like after a while, you just you don't even really smell it as strong. Yeah, until you leave and come back, it's and like then you get hit with it again. But like, well, that sometimes even that it's like after, after initially burns, uses, it's like uses too. It's kind of like once you turn it on the first time mm-hmm. and it melts it all down, then it's really strong. But then if you like click it off, I feel like it's only good for like two or three remelts until mm-hmm. it like kind of just loses. Some people just keep them going all the time, though, which I'm. I just I don't like doing that because I feel like it's kind of dangerous, especially since I have a cat. Yeah. And I like incense too, but the thing with <laughs> incense is it's so thick sometimes. It's it's very thick, and I think some of them end up smelling essentially very close to the same thing, mm-hmm. if not like. like I definitely like
1: know, some incense sometimes, but I just if it's if there's not enough room for the smoke to dissipate well, like, it's just too much. Candles them. are
0: scent, yeah. but they're also light, and they're right. also candles aesthetic in general. Candles are like... They checker, they that checker that the board, yeah. you know? I think candles are,
1: like, the optimal, like, scent. They are. They're classic. Yeah, that's uh, true, too. And they also, like, put off such a, such a, like, the flick of the fire, so I just mm. enjoy it.
0: Do you guys want to do one more? Yeah. Should we, uh, try to just get through... Last topic particular. take. A yeah, I was say, your- it's a pretty quick one, anyways. Okay, yeah, I got. It. But I mean, I've been wearing it all night. Santa's hat, man. Decoration wise, it's all over the place. But I mean, people wearing it. I almost feel like it's a little underrated, man. I love wearing fucking Santa's hat. I wear it like the last two weeks at work, leading up to Christmas. I wear it delivering pizzas the last couple of weeks up, I, I like wearing the fucking thing, but I feel like you don't see anybody wearing it around the season unless they're ringing a bell or they're at a holiday party, you know.
1: I will right off the bat go underrated on that one. Yeah, I, I, I love wearing it. I so want to
0: see more people wearing it. There aren't f- there aren't a lot
1: of people. Wearing I think it. if I had a nice nicer Santa hat, like I was saying earlier, I would, I would enjoy it more. Like I think I would wear it more if I had a nicer one because they are never comfortable when I get them. Though I think the only ones I've had were the cheap ones Timothy got for the party. And then <laughs> oh I, my I
2: God.
0: another room. <laughs> He's bitching <laughs> me- about the you bought him. They which is got for free. Which was much
1: more comfortable today when I wore it because probably because you bought them four years ago or maybe it's a little more broken or something or a little more worn down. But I, like, I feel like if
0: anything, it would feel more like fucking hay. No, now. man, it was like <laughs> itchy and stiff, I feel like, at the party. Yeah, I mean, you're never going to escape the Santa hat making your head a little hot. Right. But right. That, that doesn't really bother you as much because most of the time that I'm wearing it, it's in the winter, you know? I, I mean, this winter's been pretty mild, but...
1: I tried to wear one when I worked at UPS, too, I think. The, one of the,
0: days. Like, the, the we, Timothy. <laughs> it's like you pivoted and turned and yep. pointed. <laughs> um Actually
1: that's more of a, a weird like it's like my body knows what I'm talking about before my voice ever says things all the time. Like if I'm there will be a lot of times when I'm at work that it's like my body's more in tune. Like I think I pointed at you probably slightly before I even said it. Like so, so if I need scissors or something this has been a weird thing I've noticed if I need like scissors I'll walk into the other room and I won't know what the fuck I need anymore but like I'll be doing the scissor motion with my fingers and then I'll be like I need scissors Like I, I, so like the pointing at you thing I think was another thing. that's just a part of my being I don't know why it's interesting
0: um, it's your spirit guide
1: but so, so winter time um, beanies are fucking great Mm. for the winter time and stuff and then like if you're trying to get festive why the fuck not wear a Santa hat like, Oh yeah, it's perfect mm-hmm. so I think they're oh, well, super underrated and I just need to buck up and get a better
0: Santa hat I feel like so that I can start wearing I don't know if a, it's a wearing nice them around in like public around the outfit. holiday you know yeah. people, people smile they like to see it right it might Yeah, bring I don't me, know if it's like
2: <laughs> underrated
0: yeah, or over, or not like not that it's a good, the bad, the shits topic, but like, what do they call the um, little fluff thing in the back, like whenever you have a beanie with the thing? You know, I always just call it, it the puff ball. What, the, what the, is it's, that? It's like called. a no. It's got like a certain I it's know. something like that. It's, uh, I kind of like the hats or the the palm hat. The right? I, I kind of like the ones with it more than without it though, dude, because it also oh, it adds is. like another thing to it. To like where I want to like like of sports teams and shit. I want to buy like a bunch of different ones. Like I I have yeah a couple football. I have I have like one or two. Dude, I like but I like those more than just the. Yeah, I I don't like the, just the beanie with, without the palm, dude. It just I feel like it makes my head look smaller and tighter. Oh, dude! Sometimes it looks so weird. I feel like you look like fucking Harry from Goddamn Home Alone. (laughs) <laughs> I, uh,
1: I have one with the palm that I feel like takes away from the weird shape and stuff that you get going on with the top of the beanie because it's bigger than your head mm-hmm. kind of thing. Yeah. And, like, I don't know, man. It's hard to find a beanie that I feel like is really, really looks good, I guess, maybe before you break it in. Like, it's probably not so bad once it's broken, but like...
0: Yeah, that's palm, a, that's I another like sketchy the, item to buy online because you never know how tight right. the beanie is going to be that you're buying Cause, Dude, if a beanie's too tight, it's going to make you look kind of ridiculous, mm-hmm. you know? It's also not going to be comfortable. Yeah, it's just going to squeeze your head, and your head's yeah. going <laughs> to look fucking tiny. <laughs> I, uh, as far as Santa hats go, I would probably say underrated as well. Yeah, they do, honestly, they make me feel... uh Festive? Yeah, I yeah. feel like a little more uh, confident and festive in them. around the season, mm-hmm. I'm like... Hell well, you don't give a fuck,
1: you're, you're like, this you're is appropriate... Immersed. You're choosing to be immersed, like you can't yeah. not go along with Christmasy the vibes. Like, mm-hmm. ooh, that's maybe not the best way to say that, but I mean, like, when you're di- talking to people and stuff, like, people talk, start talking Christmas, you're definitely gonna jump into it because you're wearing your fucking Christmas hat. You know, what I mean? yeah, like you got to. They're gonna talk to you about it specifically because you're inviting them <laughs> with your hat, so it keeps you more festive. Yeah, well,
0: I would say underrated for sure too. Yeah. Um, do we want to call it there, or I mean, we're gonna put our final thoughts in either way. We do. Um. Well, we got Christmas coming up here, the last major holiday. I mean, I guess New Year's, but like that intercepts into the New Year too, and Christmas. You know, it's bigger anyway. Yeah, but I would say yeah. You have any final thoughts, Cheatham, before we uh, get to our wrap here? This is your second solo, and you're the Christmas special. Is there anything you want to, anything you want to relay to the audience before we uh, take it on home?
1: Not really. Like, no. <laughs> Nothing? <laughs> no. Like, I don't know if anyone's ever actually prepared for that question, but yeah, I don't really no. feel like there's. There's maybe some stuff earlier that was like, oh, I wish I'd have said this or wish I'd brought up that during this, but like, I no, not really. I I always like to just happy Hanukkah, joyous Kwanzaa, enjoy enjoy your holidays, (laughs) or if you're not
0: celebrating, then just enjoy your fucking whatever time you got. Yeah. Um, Either way, this is your second appearance. Thank you for coming on again. Oh yeah. You filled a huge episode, and uh, I mean, we probably have. One episode left of the year in our most successful year ever. This is like the 46th episode of the year. And, I mean, we've churned out a shitload of uh, guests of content this whole year, so... It's kind of nice. It's been been almost every fucking week of the year that we've done episodes. Most of them.
1: Yeah. Man, I do actually have something to say, and... I don't know how well it will be received by the person, but I'm going to call out Corey Bollinger and say I can't wait to hear his episode with you guys if he ever does one. And so I'm calling him out because he needs to fucking do an episode. I know, we've tried. Yeah. I, I know, but sure. I've, I'm adding to the pressure. Sorry, Corey, if you listen <laughs> to this at all, but I feel like I should add to it because I would like to hear what he has to say. I love that dude. Mm-hmm. And he just needs to get out here and talk. I know.
0: That's that's the pla- that's why I give that's why we give everybody their moments at the end in case there's anything at all like that they wanna say before we, you know, bring it on home or cool fucking dude. Yeah. He uh you know we've invited a lot of people on here and a lot of people take the uh they take the opportunity and make the most of it. So I'm glad uh I'm glad you chose to come on for the first time, and not only that, but came on for the second time as well. I tried to
1: take the opportunity and make sense of it, at least. Yeah, you did,
0: you did. A lot of people leave their comfort zone and come on here. Like, a lot of people that wouldn't have come on have found their comfort zone or gone out of their comfort zone to come on in the first place.
1: I would say I had about the same, or close to, the same level of nerves going into this, but it was a lot easier to dismiss them, because I was like, I did this already, I'm just talking to my friends. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's it's just the second time I feel like it's a lot easier to It is. Just, just get past that. It is. And it's the just nerves it's like go a hangout
0: away. recorded. Right. Yeah. Right. And the nerves start to and go like, away. That's only because it was so chill the first time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's just. I feel like we put out a damn good one this time too and it's it's been the holiday special, man. It's been the Christmas special.
1: I hope it's a good one.
0: I think it is. <laughs> We're is clocking in about three hours. Bed. Well, ladies and gentlemen, we hope you have a magnificent holiday, a Merry Christmas. This is Tyler Cheatham on his second solo episode, the second one this year, in fact. And um, we hope everybody has the best holiday they can possibly have. And we will see you on the last episode of the year. Merry Christmas and happy holidays.